level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put Nutex Winning Genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark at 308-750-6060 or visit Nutex at yieldleader.com. Nutex Young Disputed Midwest Yield Leader. Merritt Lawson in the Platte River Prep Studios getting you ready for the new Tech Seed pregame show out in Elm Creek, mashing up with Perkins County. We're going to get right into the interviews. Here's Charlie Wells with Perkins County speaking with Doug. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show, the second game of our Friday doubleheader here on Classic Hits. It's the opening game for Elm Creek and Perkins County, and this should be a good one here tonight. We're pleased to be joined by the head coach of the Plainsman, Carly Wells, and Coach, uh, a lot of the teams were able to get things going last week. Were you itching last Friday, or were you like most coaches saying, I'm glad we had another week? I was glad we had another week because uh, uh, we're still kind of young. we got a lot of sophomores playing, so I felt the extra time was going to help us uh, uh, prepare for this week. You made that into the playoffs with this crew last year, and a lot of folks uh, that, that – cover high school sports on a day-to-day basis think that uh, you're ready to make that next step so where do you see the talent level even though you're still a fairly young ball club plenty of freshmen plenty of sophomores here yep well i i think we've gotten better from last year you know our kids have, are understanding uh, the offense and the defense and what we're doing uh you know physically we've grown and gotten stronger uh they put in their time in the summer i think we'll be a better club but, you know, when you change things around, when you're getting better, you got to learn how to win all the time. Uh, it's just a process to get better, learn how to win, learn how to practice hard every day. And, and we're getting there. We're working at it. So uh, hopefully we just keep plugging away and, and taking those steps and going the direction we need to go. Carly Wells joining us here, head coach at Perkins County. There's no doubt that there's tradition down there. I'm guessing it's kind of like the Huskers. You fall off at all. Everybody's in a little bit of a panic. What, what did you find when you got there? Uh, you know, I knew there's a lot of tradition here, which I think is great. You have tradition, hope, expectations uh, high, and which that's what you want. You want expectations to be high when you come come someplace. If your expectations are low, then then you really got a, a lot of work ahead of you. So, and to change things around and build that uh, uh, mentality. And I think our kids they want to win. It's just we got to learn how to win and and learn how to practice the way winners do. Did it take a while for the community? I mean, when we're talking about building the program, you're talking about JV, junior varsity, little kids. I mean, it's not that long ago that we've made that transition from 11 to 8-man football. Uh, how is that starting to uh, become effective there? Oh, it was. I don't think the transition was uh, was that hard. I know there's a few people concerned from 11 to 8, but uh, I think everybody's adjusted well, and I think our kids have adjusted well. I just think that uh, – uh, Football is football. We're still tackling. We're still blocking, doing those things, and that's what uh, same thing you do in eleven man. So, uh, just with three less guys. So, I don't know. I think uh, it's gone well. Uh, it's fit us, you know, for our numbers that we have. So, it's uh, something I see still in the future for a while. So, we'll just embrace it and go with it. Obviously, last year uh, not the start you wanted, but you lost to a bunch of playoff teams. Started zero and four. Turned it around. Went four and zero. Oh, uh, what what changed? I'm sure some of it was the competition, as you said, maturity. Were there some X and O things that changed that helped you guys uh, be successful in district play? Well, I just think the uh, lack of experience. Last year we started a freshman quarterback uh, against some very good teams. A freshman fullback, sophomore 
tailback and some young linemen, uh, some freshmen and sophomores there, and we're playing, you know, like Elm Creek made the semifinals last year, and and uh, I think uh, as the year progressed, we just grew and we got better and we understood what we were doing, and uh, our competition probably wasn't quite as tough uh, the last four games as they were the first four, but <clears throat> we could still see on film the improvement we made and the strides we made and the steps we took to that were uh, – helping us to win those ball games. Well, we'll get your thoughts on Elm Creek in a moment, but obviously a lot of people believe they'll have one of the best lines in all of eight-man football. And you know from your days of coaching, you need to be strong up front. Looks like you've got these boys in the weight room. You do have some seniors uh, on your line for you. Talk about your line and how strong they should be this year. Well, our offensive line, we got our the guy that anchors it on the offensive line is uh, Sean Sando. Uh, He's a he's a big kid, uh, probably about 220 pounds, uh, right around there, six three, and uh, he's really come on. He's been uh, I tell you the other night in practice, uh, I said that's not right. We got to block. He was no coach, and he can explain it to the other kids. That's what the difference is this year for him. He knows what the guys next to him are supposed to do, and he helps them out. And he's been a great leader uh, offensively. And then we got uh, Miles Lagler. And, and uh, he just keeps getting better. Last year he broke his leg early in the season, I think after one game. And uh, so it's been a huge growth period this for him, summer camp, uh, and now this uh, fall camp. Uh, he just keeps getting better each week. And there we- This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits. A lot of games and a lot of teams have seen a game, but Elm Creek and Perkins County getting ready to kick off the season tonight. And we're joined by the head coach of the Buffaloes, Jace Doolin, getting ready to defend a lot of things off of a great season. And, Coach, uh, congratulations on a great season last year. But how does one look at that? Uh, You keep talking about it. Everybody wants to move forward and get better and build on. But uh, it was a heck of a run you guys had. Uh, Yeah, we definitely build off that. We kind of... We make that a goal this year and just kind of go even further. And um, that's just kind of one of our main big goals this year. Just really kind of strive to push to get right back there. And hopefully the experience last year will um, really strive us in the playoffs and give us the experience each game. As you and your coaching staff talked about things after the season and during spring and over the summer, what were the one or two things that you felt maybe you just didn't have last year that you tried to emphasize or, or maybe tweak going into fall? Um, I mean, we lose, we lose two key components in Christian Best and Nick Crowley from last year. Um, this fall we kind of really rely on our experience, our up front, our offense and defensive line is really going to be uh, – the backbone of our team this year. They got we got size up front, and we got options in the backfield with Jeffrey West and uh, Lashawn Thornerbar running the ball. So we got more options to run the ball in the backfield, and we hope to just really pound and pound the ball at uh, people and control the clock. 
Talk with Chase Doolin, head football coach at Elm Creek. We talked a little bit earlier in camp on the Doug and Daddy show about some of your changes with, with Dominic Johns taking over at quarterback and LaShawn, as you mentioned, at tailback. Does it change anything of what we'll see offensively from you guys? Do you have to tweak anything, or can you run the exact same system as you have the last couple of years? Um, we, we change every, something every year. There's not going to be, I mean, just the personnel you get each year, you got to change, you got to adapt. Um, but most our base offense and defense, we're going to run and we're going to just, the kids know it. They've ran it from since junior high, so we can't change from our base defense. And then just adding a few things here and there and adapting throughout the season um, to what we do best with the personnel we have this year. You pick up a starting lineup sheet and you look at the program tonight and you've got experience, but you still have a lot of juniors as opposed to uh, a lot of seniors here. Should that be any cause for concern? Because most of these guys obviously have seen the field. Yeah, and a lot of our juniors have. They, uh, We think we start five juniors two ways um, starting this first game, and a lot of them played as sophomores. Um, three or four of them played last year, started as sophomores. Um, they just kind of took another role in playing two ways this year. And then a few kids that were the number one guy off the bench last year are jumping in um, and playing both ways. And uh, the seniors, we have nine seniors out, but and they have the experience as well. So um, them jumping in there gives us a lot of depth. Jace Dooley. This broadcast is made possible in part by M&J Signs. Call Mike today and find out how the professionals can brighten up your business and get the attention of your next customers. M&J Signs does a wide variety of signs, from pole signs to billboard signs and everything in between. Designs may be supplied by you, or we can help design your company logo. We'll be efficient and bring you a product you can depend on to show off your business. With just a quick phone call, we will send you in the right direction for your sign needs. M&J Signs is a proud supporter of all Area Good evening on a warm one from Elm Creek, Nebraska. It's uh, Elm Creek against Perkins County. This is Craig Eckert along with David Fine. David is a new voice in the uh, Tri-Cities area, but not one who will be going away anytime soon, we hope. He's going to be the new voice of the Tri-City Storm. And uh, you're up at 6 a.m. tomorrow for Storm Exhibition. So we'll talk about that as the game uh, progresses. David, welcome. Thank you so much for having us, uh, having me on, Craig. I'm really looking forward to my first eight-on-eight high school football game I've seen in my life. <laughs> David is from out east, and he's uh, learning quickly here after, what, about three weeks in the marketplace, right? Yes. <laughs> the Nebraska Line National Bank broadcast booth is where we're coming from on this warm night in the 90s. We have the pregame show brought to you by New Tech Seed. Terry and Jason Stark, New Tech Seed dealers near you. Now let's try the... Five points bank starting lineup for the Elm Creek Buffaloes, who are the host team tonight. They went 7-1 and one last year, and uh, they are uh, starting in contrasting weather to where they ended in that horrid cold in Hemingford last, uh, last November. They had two closing games, uh, one in Creighton and uh, one in Hemingford. It was beastly weather, high winds, and... Now, I suspect the Buffaloes won't be complaining about warm weather, although they want to take precautions tonight. Starting for the Buffaloes at the quarterback, Dominic Johns. He's a junior, 175-pound quarterback. Brock Miner moved to uh, guard in place of some injuries here we'll talk about. Guard and fullback. Miner is a 185 and a junior. LaShawn Thonabar is the t- tailback and kick returner. He's 190 
and a junior. Will Bloom, the tight end, 150 and a senior. The other tight end is Nolan Meyer. He's 180 and a junior. Chris Quintana is called into service tonight as uh, one of the uh, starting guards. He's normally a kicker and putter, and we'll tell you why here momentarily. Chris is a 225-pound junior, and Nate Bartling is a 250-pound junior. Nate is the other starting guard, and that's your starting eight, courtesy of Five Points Bank, the better bank, and now moving over to the visiting Perkins County playing Charlie Wells. Bailey Schrottberger, tight end and the cornerback on defense, 160 and a junior. Tyson Patrick, tight end, defensive end, 180 and a sophomore. Charles Johnson is the quarterback he and a defensive back, 155 and a sophomore. Derek Sis is the running back. He'll play linebacker on defense, 175 and a junior. Josh Johnson, fullback, middle linebacker, 150 and a sophomore. Miles Lagler, guard and defensive tackle, 200 pounds, and a junior. Sean Sando is the center, defensive tackle on defense, 220, and a senior. And Zach Huff is the guard and the other defensive tackle on defense, 220, and a senior. So some good corn-fed boys there on the line. That's your five points bank starting lineup here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And streaming at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. Find out what we're talking about. All right. We have the on-field introductions. We had a long game, but worthwhile for Bearcat fans as Carney came back to uh, hold off Lincoln. And uh, the uh, Bearcats are now 1-1 one and one on the year, so we're kind of having an abbreviated New Tech pregame show. But there's some on-field introductions going on. This will give us a breather and introduce uh, David Fine once again. David is uh, filling in for... Uh, us tonight and uh, getting ready for a long broadcast season with the Tri-City Storm. you got, what, like 60 games facing you? 60 regular season games and as well as, well, five days, but six preseason games. If you're doing the math in your head, you said, does that mean they're playing two games in one day? They are tomorrow. The Storm are going to Omaha to take on the Des Moines Buccaneers. Two games. Mm -hmm. They're abbreviated games, only two periods in each. But one at 11.30 in the morning, the other at 5.30 p.m. Are you streaming those games? They'll be online at stormhockey.com. There'll be a listen live button. If not, if you're following the storm on various social media, Twitter and Facebook, there'll be links up there for you to listen. All right. And, of course, during the regular season, you'll hear the home and away games of the Tri-City Storm on Platte River Radio Group's The Breeze, 94.5 FM, starring one David Fine and the rest of the skating storm. New coach this year, a lot of new players. What's your impression as you just have laid eyes on him for a couple of weeks? Yeah, Bill McCold is the new head coach that's bought, brought a lot of positive energy. And you could say that, you know, almost as a, well, he's a new coach. Of course, he's going to bring that positive energy. But what he's doing with these players is melding a cohesive group from the beginning. That's one of the things that he told the players. He's not just expecting it. And that goes into hockey with your lines. What lines are you putting out to? really get that cohesion and he's very big on making sure that those four forward lines three defensive pairings are all set to go for a season opener in a few weeks well we know that there was tremendous i I don't know if you know the 10-year history of the tri-city storm but there was first two three four years you couldn't get a seat there it was just rocking all the time the storm got to that last season toward the end and do you think that'll continue on i think that the positive energy at least from what i've heard about last year 
the team going all the way to the Western Conference Finals, losing uh, to Sioux Falls. But the media coverage and just the community and the way the community sort of rallied around that team at the Viero Event Center was great. All right. We enjoy you, and we will uh, look forward to talking to you through the evening and listening to you all season long on the uh, Tri-City Storm broadcasts and, and streaming on uh, 94.5 FM, The Breeze, and at stormhockey.com. All right, you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show brought to you by New Tech Seed. Contact Jason or Terry Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to take a break, and we'll kick this baby off right after this on PlatteRiverPreps.com and 98.9 FM. Kelly's Sales and Service in Elm Creek is proud a supporter of the area athletes in tonight's game. See Kelly's for everything automotive, from minor tune-ups to major repairs. Or if you're tired of putting money into that old car, talk to them about great selection of used vehicles that they have on the lot. If they don't have the car that you're looking for, they can find it. Proud sponsor of all high school sports. Best of luck, Buffaloes. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services. Ask about the new Wealth Builder Loan Program and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. From Elm Creek, this is Craig Eckert along with David Fine with the Elm Creek Buffaloes hosting the Plainsmen of Perkins County. Plainsmen all in white tonight will receive the opening kickoff from Chris Quintana, the 225-pound junior. He'll be starting as one of the guards tonight as well, tees it up. I remember last time I saw Chris kick, and it was into about a 50-mile wind in his face, and it was at uh, Creighton, Nebraska. They ended up winning that ball game and then went on to another equally dismal weather week uh, at Hemingford and that didn't turn out quite as well as uh, Hemingford defeated them for the right to go to Lincoln and play at Memorial Stadium for the state championship in D1. But it's a whole new season. They've got all brand new uniforms. They're looking pretty spiffy and they're dark blue with white numerals and gold piping. Blue helmets, white pants. New for the Elm Creek Buffaloes this year. And we are about set here on a clear, warm, humid night in Elm Creek, Nebraska. Chris says he's ready, and Quintana gives it a ride. It's end over end, taken at the goal line, and he stepped in. No, no, they say he did not step into the end zone, which in eight-man, David, is an automatic touchback. There's no uh, 
determination either way, but they say no, and they got it out to the 20-yard line, and uh, the Plainsman will set it up first and 10 at the 20-yard line facing Elm Creek's defense, obviously, for the first time this year. Lights are on as the sun goes down. High formation for Perkins County now. The handoff or the toss goes to the tailback. Can't handle it. And he's smashed back at the 15-yard line. Good heads-up defensive play by Dominic Johns, who's the QB on offense. And he was alert there. And a five-yard loss or thereabouts for Perkins County. Coming to you from the Nebraska land. National Bank broadcast booth at Elm Creek. As it'll be second down, clock runs with 11.27 just underway here in the first period. I formation again. Everybody is in tied as Johnson, the quarterback, marks out the singles. That time a clean handoff to the tailback straight up. Got across the 20, and he'll be smothered there by LaShawn Thornabaugh, 190-pound junior. And it'll bring up third down and long, third down and... 11 or 12. And David Fine alongside. David is the new voice of the uh, Tri-City Storm. Had never seen 8-on-8 football before. And uh, don't think that it's always a punting situation, ever. (laughs) The thing that strikes me with so many I-forms, it's just a different game. I-formation again, handoff on the counter. And the tailback has it, and he cuts back at about the 23-yard line. Derek Siss, the running back, 175-pound junior, gets it out to the 25 or 6-yard line, but that's still well shy of the first down. Again, it's not a lead pipe cinch that this is a punting situation in eight men. In this case, I think it is. We have some teams that simply get up and dare you to stop them and then throw it downfield 20, 30 yards and complete the pass. There's some wide-open offenses on eight man and some, as we've seen here tonight, with Perkins County. Everybody in tight with the two tight ends. Return man back at the 20-yard line is Tyson Patrick. Or I'm sorry, Patrick is the putter, and back for the return is LaShawn Thornabaugh, and he has to let it uh, roll by him, and it'll be down inside the 10-yard line on this 80-yard field here for eight-man football. 9.59 to go as the clock stops on the change of possession. And we're glad to have you along here as football season was on the horizon, and bam, as it always does, gets you right in the face and starts up. Early and often, we had a doubleheader today. We had uh, we had volleyball last night. More football tomorrow with the Huskers. Last night, of course, the UNK Lopers also played, and so we're in the middle of it. Offset, there's, or I should say, wing to the right, I formation. The pitch goes to the tailback, and he'll get out close to the first down. That's Lashawn Thornabaugh, 190-pound junior, and he kind of galloped there and was just shy of the first down marker, so it'll be second down coming, and uh, about a yard and a half to go. Oh, a holding penalty will nullify that as Laundry was on the field there, and he's going to take the gain, and that call was from the 10-yard line, so that's going to be a hurtful one. Instead of getting out to nearly the first down marker, they're going to start out from about the 5-yard line. With all the mishmash of players in there, it's easier to see an eight-on-eight eight if there's the grab. <laughs> yeah, the three offensive linemen. Thornabar is the tailback. John's under center, long count. Pitch, Thornabar, cut back, finds a little running room, and then he's going to be smothered at about the seven-yard line by 
a host of Plainsmen. I think right uh, right in there was uh, Miles Lagler, the defensive tackle, 200-pound junior. The Plainsmen were 4-4 four and four last year. They had a nice run into the state playoffs in the early 2000s. I remember traveling out there when they played Blue Hill. Uh, and uh, But they have not had that kind of fortune of late 4-4 four and four last year. And uh, this year we'll see what happens. Pitch to Thornaby, and he comes to the near side, the right side, and he's still struggling as he gets across the 10-yard line. And that's going to get him to fourth down coming. Third down coming. And uh, about eight yards to go. The ball is at the 10. They need to uh, get out to about the 18-yard line. Huskers and Brigham Young, 2.30 kickoff tomorrow. Pre-game show about dawn. I-formation. And they fake the handoff. Back to pass now is Johns. It's a duck, but he gets completed. Out to about the 20-yard line. Good enough for a first down. Taking it in was the uh, tight end, Brock Miner. The fullback, Brock Miner. Tyrone, uh, Tyron Hybrid was supposed to start a guard tonight. He came up, he was questionable. Doctors said they did not want him to play tonight, so he is not in there. So in his stead is uh, Chris Quintana at one of the guard spots, and they're rotating from there. We'll see more rotation in the second half. Handoff again, Thornabaugh. This time he's got some running room. 35, 40, midfield, out of bounds. He must have stepped out right at the 40 because that's where they're going to mark it back to. But nonetheless, a first down and a nice run by LaShawn Thornabar. 20 yards on the run, getting it out to that midfield area where he sprints to the left, he finds the open hole. And then once you get past that first wave of defenders, there might only be one or two more you need to beat. Pretty good pursuit there based on that by the Plainsman. So it's first and 10 now, 40-yard line. And the uh, handoff goes straight up the middle. And they'll be bunched up right at the line of scrimmage by Brock, Brock Miner, the fullback, with the carry there. Brings up second down and uh, a yard to go. 40-yard line is where that last long run by Thornabar ended. And now they're officially into Perkins County territory for the first time. And they come out second and eight in an I formation. 7.52 to go, first period, no score, handoff, and wham! Meeting the fullback minor there was a host, or was it Thornabaugh? It was neither one, it was Jeff West, I think, was the uh, ball carrier that time. And he was a uh, reserve tailback in there that time, and uh, they met him and forced him back about a yard. Third down and 10 to go now, as Perkins County showing a little snorts there on defense. 7.22, clock is ticking, first period, no score. Elm Creek hosting Perkins County. Classic Hits 98.9 at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back to pass. The arm is hit as the quarterback tried to release. Penalty marker is down. There's a mad dash for the football, and a Perkins County player is down holding his leg at about the 30-yard line. And that reminds me, let me give you a little bit of a Injury report update brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We mentioned Tyron Hubbard, the 
injured guard for Quintana at the other guard spot. Nate Bartling also started at guard tonight. And we'll see him for at least the first half. And we are looking at the official who's signaling hold against Elm Creek. But right now, the eyes are on the injured Perkins County player who's down. And we're going to take a one-minute timeout on this injury on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back in one minute. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. Hi, this is Micah Adams with Platte Valley Auto and Carney. We've moved in a huge amount of inventory, so you can come by the truck or car of your choice. Come see me at Platte Valley Auto, Carney. This is Tom Lahue at Platte Valley Auto here in Carney. I've sold a lot of trucks and cars and made a lot of friends along the way. So if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, come visit me here at Platte Valley Auto. First and ten, Perkins County quarterback keeper on the fake and going all the way to the house is quarterback Charles Johnson. He took it in from 30 yards out. Let me explain what happened in the interim. When we took the injury timeout, the referees came out, indicated there was a hold on Elm Creek and uh, a fumble. Perkins County recovered the fumble. That was by Zach Huff. And they turned down the holding call. And on the first play in the ensuing offensive series, the quarterback, Charles Johnson, Took it from the 30-yard line into pay dirt. And now they'll try for the two-point conversion from the Platte Valley Auto Carney red zone. And they're not going to make it in. They haven't showed a lot of propensity for the pass tonight. And that is one of the things that eight-man football always does. Four straight running plays when you only gain five yards on the first three, but then 30 on the last one, All right. get a touchdown out of it. It is 6 nothing, and the PAT, or the conversion attempt, no good. Let's take a 30-second timeout, regroup, and get the kickoff from Perkins County on PlatteRiverPreps.com and Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation. A very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Seven minutes to go even on the uh, first period scoreboard clock. A 6 nothing lead now for Perkins County on a wild turn of events. There was a fumble and a holding call. The fumble was taken. The holding call was declined. And on the first offensive play after that turnover, Charles Johnson, the quarterback, took it all the way in. The sophomore, 155-pounder, took it in for six the conversion attempt was no good, and now they're going to kick it off. Goes into the end zone, a touchback, and it will be automatically 
taken by Elm Creek, first and 10 from their own 20-yard line, 15-yard line. And Elm Creek, which has shown offensively mostly through the legs of LaShawn Thornabar, the 190-pound junior, is in there at tailback again. Johns is under center, high formation, everybody in tight. A little mix-up in the backfield, and they're counting out who's got the ball, and Perkins County said, we got it. Perkins County, with another turnover against the Buffaloes, will have the ball, it looks like, inside the 20-yard line. Let's see what they unpeel. But it is going to be a first down and 10 at about the 13-yard line. So they set up shop in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. When you're in the shopping zone, for a newer used vehicle, probably it's the top of the hill. Second at 42nd, Carney's hometown Ford store, Platte Valley Auto of Carney. I formation now, Perkins County on a roll. After two turnovers consecutively, they hand it off to the running back, Derek Sis. He's stopped by Brock Miner almost immediately, and for a loss on top of that, second down 11 coming with 6.41 to go here in the first period of play. 6-0, Perkins County with the score and the ball after two turnovers. Elm Creek trying to get their legs under them. Eye formation again, dotting the eye is Derek Sis, the 175-pound junior running back. Johnson, who scored a touchdown earlier, hands off to Sis, who stumbles forward to about the 10-yard line. He is taken down there by Dominic Johns, the safety, and it'll bring up third down and eight to go. Clock running with about six minutes to go in the first period. Carney earlier defeated Lincoln by a score of, Lincoln Southwest, I should say, by a score of 26 to 14. Uh, Lincoln Southwest previously rated number nine in Class A. Here comes Perkin County. Under center, it's Johnson handing off to Sis. He's got some running room. Cuts back and into the end zone. Touchdown, Derek Sis. Touchdown, Perkins County. 12-0 lead for the Plainsman with 5.41 to go in the first period. 12-yard TD run. And they will try the conversion again. They were not successful last time. Many times an eight-man, they will mix it up and uh, try to go to the air for the two points. We'll see if that's the case this time around. I formation again. Johnson barks out the signals. Pitch right side. Sis cut back. Going to be stopped shy at about the two-yard line. So 0 for 2 in the uh, conversion. And 5.41 to go. Take a 30-second timeout. It's time for Perkins County to kick off again and for Elm Creek to figure out what's happening. When we come back on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. 5.41 to go, first period of play 
and Perkins County is holding court here at Elm Creek after two consecutive turnovers by the Buffaloes and two consecutive touchdowns by Perkins County and uh, no conversions to show for it. Here comes the kickoff by the Plainsman. And they give it a ride. Last time it was into the end zone for a touchback. This time it falls dead at the 5, and Thornabar is going to pick it up. Gets across the 10, 15, cuts back 20, 30, 35, out of bounds at about the 40, down to the 35. There's laundry all over the field, and I think this one's going to come back. Pick up the clip about the 15. Well, the first flag is at the 15, probably on Elm Creek, and the second one looked like it was a face mask on Thornabar, so it could be... 10 yards for holding, bring it back to the that spot, and then plus 15. See how they call it. They're going all the way. There's one uh, flag back at the 15. They'll see if he's going to go back and pick it up. I think they're just going to say an offset, aren't they? Or did they? Well, the personal flag always takes precedent. Got it. Which means so that it's first and ten for Elm Creek. No, it is neither. They're going to offset it. They're going to re-kick. You are right. You are right. Thirty-yard line. They will kick it off. Uh, one more time. And Thornabaugh. No, Dominic Johns is back uh, as the returner, standing inside his two-yard line. You know what? The offsetting because the decline on the penalty on the personal foul. Elm Creek had the option to accept the personal foul call on the face mask, but because of the holding, it would have put him back around near the 20-yard line. All right. There's some real coaching strategery there, isn't there? Why, Gilly? <laughs> 30-yard line to kick off, and it's a high kick this time, and coming up is Johns. He's got a block out front at the 15, cuts back at the 20, outside 25, 30, 35, tight rope, 40, and he gets down inside the 35-yard line of Perkins County. That was a nice little run. Especially the way he tightrope the sideline like that. Dominic Johns, the quarterback, comes up and gives himself some decent field position to uh, operate from. They'll be first and 10 at about the 33-yard line of Perkins County. Tarnavar is in at tailback still. The fullback, uh, I think, is still minor, is it not? Yes. And uh, in there at uh, wingback is Jeff. Nope, he's in at uh, tailback. Thornabaugh moves up to fullback, and West is the tailback now. They pitch it to West, hesitates and puts his head down, and then is met immediately about the line of scrimmage. Momentum carried him forward for about a half a yard, and he's second down coming and just a little less than 10 yards to go. So, David, you said we got listeners out in uh, New England. Approximately. There's <laughs> one in Massachusetts right now. Uh-huh. Texting in, listening. And also one from Connecticut. Neat. Hope, you'll, hope you enjoy Nebraska, eight-man football. Probably haven't seen that either. I-formation, everybody in tight offside. Looked like Nate Bartling fired off early on that. And that'll mark it back five yards and it'll bring up second down and 14 or 15 yards for elm creek and they just have not gotten a steady rhythm on offense tonight however as you can imagine when thornabar gets into a rhythm 
he can be a snootful at tailback. You saw it on the kick return that ended up uh, with the declining penalty to redo the kickoff that he brought all the way down about the 30-yard line, Perkins County. He's still in there, but he's up at fullback now. And uh, we've got a new quarterback in it. The handoff goes to West. And uh, number number 18, uh, Dylan Gilming, is in at quarterback. I did not have his number on my roster even, so... They were not anticipating that, so that has to be some sort of an uh, injury situation. We'll try and find out what that is and bring you a family physical therapy injury update here on Classic Hits 98.9. Gilming under center now with the eye formation and West dotting the eye. They fake it to him. He'll keep it on the bootleg, gets up to the 30-yard line and falls forward inside to about the 28. And a nice effort there by the quarterback. It's fourth down, and here's one of those... Probably not going to kick it, but a very long fourth down to make to convert to the first down. 3.50 now as they restart the clock. So Will Bloom, let's see who's still standing for Elm Creek. Will Bloom is still in there at, at tight end. West is the eye back. Thornabar is the up man. Gilming is in there in place of Johns at quarterback. He fakes the handoff again, rolls to his left, hits the man out in the flat, complete for a first down, I think. Yes. That was, uh, I think, Thornabar, wasn't it, on the, uh, on the reception out in the flat. He made a nice extended catch and came down with the first down. And we're inside the Platte Valley Auto of Carney Red Zone right now. When you're zoned in on buying a new car or truck, you're probably up at the top of the hill, second at 42nd, Carney's hometown Ford store. I formation now. A little confusion in the backfield, but that's to the advantage of David West, who gets it all the way down to about the 11-yard line. That delay there, confusion, and a lot of tacklers ran by him, and he kept going. And he gets it inside to about the 11-yard line. West is not a big guy. He's 150 and a senior, normally a kickoff returner and a place kick holder. He's in action tonight as the reserve tailback. Foul at the end of the play. And that's going to tack some more onto West's run. And what that means is they mark the ball just outside of the five-yard line. And so they will live to fight another day here on second down, but a few more yards to go. Second and goal to go, call it from the Eight-yard line. Already two fumbles in the game. Both was by the quarterback, Dominic Johns, for Elm Creek. But almost a third fumble that time in enemy red zone. Wow. Not even the end of the first quarter. Not good. Eye formation again. West dots the eye from the Platte Valley Auto Red Zone. Hands it off. West gets the ball inside the six to about the five-yard line. It'll bring up third and goal to go, but it's still a strong five yards or better to go. And actually, they say his knee was down farther than that, so it'll be that's two down territory here. They're 70 yards out, two downs to make seven and six points. The clock ticking down at 2.15 to go, first half. A warm one from Elm, warm one everywhere across Nebraska. It'll be a warm one at Memorial Stadium tomorrow as it was last night for the Lopers at 
Cope Stadium. Back to pass. Gilming fires into the end zone intended for Will Bloom. It was a little low. And it'll bring up fourth down and goal to go from the 70-yard line. Now, 11-man, you normally say in field goal. This is 8-man. Not enough blocking, not enough uh, height on the kick most of the time. But as soon as I say that, Chris Quintana comes on. He's going to try a field goal. So this will be interesting. And it's also interesting because you say there's not as much blocking. Well, Quintana today was forced into, thrust into being a guard. So that's one less blocker to have up front. You need to have your kicker in to kick. You got that right. Four men up front trying to block. It's a good snap. It's a good kick. It's a field goal. And it is 12 to 3. So much for my theory about eight men field goals. 12 to 3, 156 to go. And we're going to take a timeout here. Be back at the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth in 30 on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com on the World Wide Web. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FTAC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Elm Creek gets the kickoff for the second time tonight, and for a good reason, they scored. Elm Creek uh, had the opening kickoff, and they held Perkins County, and then gave up two consecutive fumbles and two consecutive touchdowns off of those fumbles, and were down 12-0. They battled back with some reserves. David West uh, at the I, uh, Jeff West rather at the I formation, uh, tailback, and uh, Gilming in at quarterback. As Johns was sitting out, we'll see what his status is. He's, uh, is he walking down by the sideline there? Here's a kickoff by Quintana. It's a high one, and it'll be returnable. Coming back this way is Sis across the 10, 15, 20-yard line. And uh, check that Sestak. Mitchell Sestak was the returner, but he still got it out beyond the 20-yard line. It's first and 10 for Perkins County. They set up shop at the 22-yard line. And with a minute 51 to go in the first period of play, this would be the first regular, regular-sized uh, field that they've faced. They had two short field touchdowns, one a 12-yard run and one a 30-yard run. The 30-yarder was a beauty right off the turnover by Charles Johnson, their quarterback. He's under center right now with the eye formation. Sis dots the eye, gets the pitch left side, and there's some good defensive play there. As Elm Creek forces it in, and Will Bloom takes him down in the backfield. This situation with Perkins County having the ball, you score here, you go up potentially 20-3, to and Dominic Johns, the quarterback for Elm Creek, just isn't right. He walked off the field, was trying to stretch out his shoulder. He didn't quite look right, sort of hunched over. There, without your starting quarterback, if you're Elm Creek, it makes this possession even more important. Did not see what happened to him, how he got hit. There's the second down play coming. Ten yards to go. I formation. Everybody in tight. Back to pass in the flat. Complete at the 30-yard line and turning up field. And knocked out of bounds by Jeff West. And about an eight-yard gain there. Tyson Patrick, the recipient of that pass by Charles Johnson, the quarterback. 
first completion of the game for Perkins County. They had run the ball every other play. They don't look real comfortable in that passing situation. I'm sure they'd love to do this. And that time, they didn't look comfortable passing from center to quarterback as we got a fumble, but Perkins County fell on it, lost a yard in the process, and the... Uh, And the card flips over to fourth down. Fourth down and three to go. Now, here's a quandary. Elm Creek hasn't been doing a whole lot on offense. Do you want to give the ball up on the kickback, or do you want to try for it on fourth and four? They're talking it over. Not sure about the play clock. They might let the clock run all the way out here. Could be. First. Nine seconds to go in the first period of play. We'll get you some score updates brought to you by Ashley Furniture Home Store. We deliver the scores, and they deliver your dream furniture to your home. That's the end of the first period of play. We'll be back with quarter number two right after this on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com on the World Wide Web. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service. From seasoned pros like Steve Baradol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Opening play of the second quarter coming. High formation. Handoff goes to Sis. Got the first down. Got a lot more. 30, 20, Sis. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. A five points bank touchdown by Derek Sis of the Plainsman of Perkins County. They were 4 and 4 last year. A 50 yard run. That is the longest touchdown for the Plainsman. They had another one of 30 and another one of 12 yards. This one was the first. Legit from a uh, starting offensive series, not off of a turnover. Not that the other ones weren't legit. They still count, but that was a long run and a nice breakaway there by Derek Sis. 18 nothing now as Elm Creek is going, what happened? Well, what happened was they're missing some of their players, and we'll get you a family physical therapy of uh, Carney injury update here when we have a moment and can kind of spot a few things. We told you that. One of Elm Creek starters, Tyron Hubbard, one of the guards, already went down, so they had some people playing out of position. Here's the two-point attempt from the Platte Valley Auto Kearney red zone, and there's a procedure call called against Perkins County. So they'll mark it back five, so instead of going three to get two, they got to go seven to get two. And if you want to get a great deal on a new or pre-owned car, it is top of the hill to you, Kearney at 2nd Avenue, 2nd Avenue at 42nd, Kearney's hometown Ford store, Platte Valley Auto of Kearney. They haven't got the second quarter score, scoreboard set, the timer set yet either. All right, now they're going to go for the regular single point conversion. There's the low kick. That's kind of what we we're talking about. And one of the reasons why place kicking is not an art necessarily 
in eight-man football. No good, and so they're still over on conversions. They're up 18 to 3, and uh, who? Perkins County, 18. Elm Creek, 3. On the game of the week on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back to the Nebraska Line National Bank broadcast booth in a minute. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. I have always said that I'm a Nebraska Farm Bureau member because it gives me, as a farmer, a voice in the legislature and in Washington, D.C. But did you know what your Buffalo County Farm Bureau does for you in your own backyard? By giving scholarships to local kids, supporting the Buffalo County Fair and 4-H programs, or tackling zoning concerns and other local issues. Farm Bureau starts right here. That's why I'm a proud Farm Bureau member. Call Buffalo County Farm Bureau and rediscover your grassroots power. All right, kickoff coming by uh, Perkins County. And uh, I'm going to pick up the kicker's number here. they got a guy that I don't have on, the, on my apparently lacking roster either. Goes right into the end zone, and it will be out at the 20-yard or 15-yard line. There's a mystery number 26 for the Perkins County Plainsman. Ah. Their roster doesn't list him. Maybe the jersey wasn't fitting right. <laughs> He's tying his shoe at the far side 30-yard line right now, I believe. Apparently him kicking it with his boot has untied his boot barely all right <clears throat> come in 26 your time's up all right first down and 10 for the elm creek buffaloes who did not expect to have this kind of a start to their season after going uh well into the playoffs last year and they still have gilming in at quarterback now they go uh, slot to the right side handoff straight up the middle to the fullback who is LaShawn Thornabar who started his tailback and that kind of tells you what went on with Elm Creek tonight they started missing a guard they moved their fullback to guard they lost the quarterback starting quarterback Dominic Johns is out for an injury but we don't see him on the sideline right now so Gilming is in at quarterback and so there's just a whole lot of people not playing where they expected to play about two hours ago now they go with a slot to the left side, single setback. He'll get the pitch. It's Thornabaugh, big surprise. He reverses field at the 10, and he'll get cut down at the 10 and a loss of about five yards. He didn't have a negative run until the first two plays of this series. He had 24 yards rushing, and now you minus about five from right. it. He's third down. It's third down and 15 yards to go now for Elm Creek, and they're going to have some serious explaining to do at halftime here to figure out what they're going to what they're going to do to stay with this Perkins County team. We knew Perkins County was vastly improved over their four and four last year. Uh, didn't know it was going to be like this. Under center now is Gilming. He keeps the ball himself. Goes left, looking to pass. Sets, fires. It's going to be intercepted. Taken back at the twenty, down to the about the sixteen yard line is Kiffin Cook. And Kiffin Cook gets his first interception of the 2015 football season and returns it back to the 16-yard line. That's the third turnover on Elm Creek tonight. 
two fumbles and one. All have been interception. I'm sorry. On their own side of the field. It's just giving short fields to Perkins County at this point. Well, he was tremendously under pressure, and he rolled to his left and tried to square his shoulders up and fire, and, of course, that's never a good position for a right-handed quarterback to be in. Eye formation, everybody's in tight on the first and ten, and now a penalty marker is down and a procedure call against Perkins County. That'll give us a chance to give you some in-game scores brought to you by Ashley Home Furniture Store. We deliver the score. Ashley Furniture Store delivers the dream home furniture to your door. Lincoln Southeast lost to Grand Island at halftime, losing to Grand Island 26 to nothing. Carney 26, Lincoln Southwest 14. Scott's Bluff 34 zip over Hastings right now. Sydney 21 8 over Adams Central. York over Waverly 26 to 7. Here comes your first down play from the 22 yard line for the Plainsman. Handoff on the counter. And it goes to the tailback, Derek Sis, who had a long run of 50 yards before, but a short carry that time. And he gets it across for about a two-yard gain. Oh, my goodness, there's Sornovoy getting up gingerly. He's the the key source of offense, too. He is. He'd have been the key source whether or not everybody was healthy. It it strikes me in the first quarter and a half that I've seen of eight-on-eight is that you sort of have your one or two go-to guys. And yep. if those guys aren't there, in this case, Johns and Thornabar is going to stay in, it just makes your – how are you supposed to score? If you're just joining us, let me bring you up to speed. Our, our guest uh, commentator alongside tonight is David Fine. David joins the Tri-City Storm this year. In fact, tomorrow, the first pair of exhibition games you can hear on stormhockey.com as they uh, go down to Omaha and play a couple on the ice down there. And uh, David uh, from – is it New Jersey originally? Originally from New Jersey. Not yeah. not a big uh, not a big uh, 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 what do I, what do I say? Not a lot of experience with eight on eight football here. <laughs> Other than uh, in the park after it's school. a it's a Nebraska thingy. All right, and uh, Derek Sis gets the handoff, gets down inside to about the fifteen yard line. I guess the first thing that struck me and. You and I, I had a very human moment when when you arrived here, Craig, is that I said, there's only a 40-yard line. That's midfield. <laughs> yep, 80 yards. And the uh, red zone technically would be a 15-yarder, but they're well into it. <laughs> so they're in the Platte Valley Auto County red zone. When you're in the zone to find a new or used vehicle, it's probably at the top of the hill, Carney. And Sis. Takes the pitch left side and steps into the end zone. And another touchdown for Perkins County. And it's 24-3. Perkins County is over on conversion. So we'll see what they try this time. It'll be three TDs for Sis as well. That's uh, the shortest of the runs that he had last time. It was 50 yards. That time, what do we call it, seven yards? He had the 50-yard the run and then the 12-yard the run, yep. And this time it's going to be a conversion single point-wise. The kick is up. The kick is good. And Bo Wood, the kicker, splits the uprights, and it's 25. Thank you. 25 water here from the Elm Creek AD. Thank you, man. Uh, <laughs> and it is now 25-3 to three as the players on the field likewise will hydrate and await the kickoff from Perkins County. 
It's yeah. one, of, one of those things we haven't quite talked about, the heat, as we'll sure we'll talk about as the game goes on. And, yeah, it'll be, they'll, they'll be a situation. In fact, David, I, and I'm sure they do this nationwide for the safety of the players, it's not unusual for the referees to just stop the game and say, bring on the water, the Gatorade, whatever, and, uh, and let's uh, hydrate here a little bit. We haven't seen that officials timeout yet tonight but it is not unusual to see when i was uh, driving over here to elm creek there's an elm creek public schools sign it's a gold and blue sign mm-hmm. and in the gold it says 95 degrees yep and you're thinking 95 degrees and they have to go run around for 48 minutes playing football with only eight aside and as you said offense and defense most of the time and the kickoff goes into the end zone over the head of florida and it'll be first and 10 on that touchback from the 15-yard line. 9.52 to go until the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. And let me give you a couple more uh, Ashley Home Furnishing scores here. Carney Catholic is uh, trailing Ogallala 22-17. to Ogallala, David, is way out west, farther out west than Perkins County even. And they came in, had to play at, after a long bus ride, had to play at Kearney Catholic, and they are leading the Stars right now. A timeout is being called on the field by uh, Perkins County and Nebraska Land National Bank timeout. We're back in a minute here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com on the web. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. 10, 15 yard line. Thurnabaugh gets the carry on that first down play and gets some good yardage out beyond the 20 to about the 22 yard line as they had it first and 10 at the 15. So we'll call that just a skosh under a seven yard gain. It'll be second down and a short, short four long three yards to go, we'll call it. Under center still is uh, Gilming, the reserve quarterback who was called into duty. And the I formation has uh, West dotting the I and getting the carry and nearly the first down at the 25-yard line. First down, I think, will be will be indicated here, and they move the chains. Carney towing auto chain gang getting their first action literally almost tonight. We haven't had any measurements, but that's the first uh, first down from scrimmage for. Elm Creek in quite some time. Again, Gilming under center, hands off to West. West got some running room out to the left side as he slants out to about the 29-yard line. 8.51 to go till halftime, and it'll bring up second down and three. Kiffin Cook on the wrap-up there. Cook is the guy that got the pick before. You, you Do you get the Kiffin connection there? Body Kiffin was the 
defensive coordinator way back when Tom Osborne and Bob Devaney were in their prime and there's a lot of there's a lot of kids playing football that have some big red roots to well, their names. See, see, I've been in the area long enough to know that well I know Monty Kiffin, but to most people uh, not from Nebraska. He's like the fired coach of the Raiders from eight years ago. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's his that's his son. But, <laughs> but I know, right, right. But I know that immediately when you're talking about the great, the great Monty, he's Nebraska football. Yep, I, I've figured that out already. Yep, and not Lopers football. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> David Fine, the new voice of the Tri City Storm, joining us here alongside tonight, having a good time. We hope. Second down and twelve yards to go, and it'll be about that and third down as. The fullback, Brock Miner, was tackled about the same time he got the ball. Third down now and 15 yards to go for the Elm Creek Buffaloes, who minus their starting quarterback. And some shuffling in the offensive line, forcing their fullback from time to time to play guard. And that was Miner. And Miner moved back to fullback that time, got the carry and not much yardage. So the Buffaloes certainly having to work on a patchwork quilt tonight. Handoff goes to West that time. Tries to spin out of a tackle. Doesn't. Maybe got a yard. We'll see where they mark it. It'll be fourth down at about 14 yards to go. Seven and a half on the second quarter clock here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Now, I think there's a young man down there with ice on his shoulder, and I'll bet you that is uh, the starting quarterback, Dominic Johns. He's without a shirt, but he clearly has ice on it when you get to that point i don't know if there's any chance he's going to get back in the ball game or not probably not it's tough to say because if he's it's his uh, left shoulder yeah so he's a right might have fallen on it yeah well what if he can throw with his right arm it's it's so tough though it's almost like half your body's immobilized it, well if you've ever had a crick in your neck you aren't going to do a whole lot you know what i'm saying <laughs> here comes a punt by quintana and that, in some in substance, was an injury update brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. If they could make an emergency house call right now, I think that they probably would benefit the Buffaloes. We'll take a half a minute time out here. Back with more. It's 25-3, to 3, Perkins County on top of Elm Creek on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. From a warm night at Elm Creek, Nebraska, it is Perkins County off a long bus ride dominating so far the Buffaloes of Elm Creek, who have some injuries as a reason, but not an excuse. And the high kick goes at the 25-yard. It's going to be yard line Kiffin Cook. He of the tackle, the interception, and now the punt return gets out to about the 37-38 yard line. And that's where the Plainsman will set up housekeeping, except there's some laundry on the field down there back at about the 26-yard line, penalty markers down, and that usually is on the return team. At least when it's not an interference on the receiver, and he was fine. 
So it's a hold against Perkins County. The spot looks to be about the 27-yard line, so they'll mark it back from there. When it'll be first down and 10. Six minutes and 40 seconds to go until halftime. And the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Just one of those things for Perkins County. Forcing three turnovers, only having two penalties. Versus a team that's committed three turnovers, Elm Creek, losing. And has also committed four penalties. Shotgun formation now. First time we've seen that for Perkins County. He'll run out of the shotgun, though. And that's Charles Johnson, the quarterback, who had a 30-yard touchdown run early in the ball game. First score of the game, as a matter of fact, off a touch, uh, off a turnover by Elm Creek. And he gets it out to the 23-yard line. You know, even though it's 25-3 Perkins County, they run so much. In addition to, there's only 24 pl- or 25 players on this team. Yep. And most of these guys are playing two ways. How long can you go with, we're going to bruise you every play, we're going to play our same guys. Elm Creek has 11 more players. Well, that remains to be seen. Of course, uh, whether no matter how many handoff goes, and breaking free is Johnson. He kept the ball, faked the handoff, freaking down the sideline. Charles Johnson, 10-5, touchdown, a five-point spank, touchdown for Perkins County, second long run, 60 yards this time for Charles Johnson. And so four for Sis and two for Johnson. And that adds up to a lot of points, 30 plus the one conversion for Perkins County. And there's 5.50 to go yet in the first period. We're at Elm Creek and the faithful here i kind of wondering what's going on. Although I think it's safe to say, as I said, it's a reason. But, of course, football coaches won't take injuries as an excuse. And the two-point conversion is good from the Platte Valley Auto Cardi red zone. And taking it in for two is Mitchell Sestak. Johnson, 92 yards rushing, two touchdowns. And we're going to take a timeout here. Your score, 33-3, to Perkins County in control of Elm Creek when we're back in a minute on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services. Ask about the new Wealth Builder Loan Program and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This broadcast is made possible in part by M&J Signs. Call Mike today and find out how the professionals can brighten up your business and get the attention of your next customers. M&J Signs does a wide variety of signs, from pole signs to billboard signs and everything in between. Designs may be supplied by you, or we can help design your company logo. We'll be efficient and bring you a product you can depend on to show off your business. With just a quick phone call, we will send you in the right direction for your sign needs. M&J Signs is a proud supporter of all Kick off by Perkins County. Feel it inside the five by Thornabaugh. After muffing it for just a moment, that delay gave him enough of a lane to cut up the right side, get across the 25, 30, 35-yard line, and Thornabaugh sets Elm Creek up in their best 
offensive field position in a long time with that great return. It's still 33-3, to but it's something that Elm Creek can build on. At this point, all you're doing is one play at a time, move the sticks if you can. Thornabar is the up man now. West is the tailback. Gilming is the quarterback. Everybody else is in tight, calls the signals, hands the... The handoff goes to West. Jeff West at the line of scrimmage will be brought down by Sean Sando. And it'll bring up second down and 10 yards to go. Both West and Thornabar have about the same number of carries. Six by my count, Thornabar, five for West. You'd think Thornabar would be the one getting the majority of the carries. He did have that ankle hobble earlier, and he's on the sideline right now after that kick return. Well, you know, he's the kind of guy you like to put deep at the eye-back position, and he's had to play fullback because of the injury at guard that moved their normal fullback up to guard. So there's no doubt about it. This is horribly affecting Elm Creek right now to a degree they thought they could overcome, but right now are not. West takes the handoff and plows ahead for about five, and it's, Third down coming in about six yards to go. 4.43 left to go in the first half of play on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and your Platte River Radio group of stations. We've got uh, KHS 1230 AM, 1550 KICS, Carney Catholic on KXPN 1460. And on the Internet, you just go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and pick your game. Gilming, blown play i think either that or a great fake but he keeps it himself and bootlegs right side and gets about four yards but it's still going to be fourth down for elm creek and i think what have they completed two passes tonight two i think maybe maybe one two uh gilming has one three yard pass i may have missed one in there well there was there was one where um thornaball laid out and caught that one and that might have been uh john's That might have been back when Johns was still in there. Brock Miner has one, Thornabar has one, and Gilming has a three-yard pass of three, actually. All right. Punt formation indicated here. Quintana, good snap, good kick, high kick. Inside the 10-yard line, letting it bounce is uh, Schrottberger, the return man, dances around, gets it out to the about nine-yard line. There may be a fumble on the play that's going to call... A recovery in favor of Perkins County. He fell right on it. Schrottberger tied in by trade, a returner there, 160-pound junior, recovered his own fumble. And with 3.30 to go in the first half, it'll be Perkins County again with uh, a shot at the end zone. I'm, I'm wondering here, Craig, who has it better, for lack of a better term? Because Dominic Johns, well, he's hurt. That's 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 bad. He's shirtless with ice on in 95-degree weather. <laughs> yeah. Who's cooler, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. If only for that reason. But, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a tough break, I'll tell you what. You know, and you, you practice so hard, and you endure weather like this all summer camp, and then first, uh, first game you get nicked up, so hopefully it's not too serious. Let's take a break here. We'll be back on Nebraska Land National Bank. Timeout indicated back in 30 seconds on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. 
All right. And timeout. He's back in after that Nebraska Land National Bank timeout. Here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, Ashley Furniture Home Store in-game score update. Central City 41 and Ord 10. Gothenburg 17, Mitchell 14. That is in the second quarter. These are all partials. We invite you to the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show with Merritt Lawson coming up after this broadcast. It is now first and 10, and a penalty marker is down. Procedural call against Perkins County. That will mark him back five yards. Uh, Merritt will have those uh, wrap-ups by that time and more. Holdridge losing to Lexington at this point at halftime. Uh, 16 to 10, broken boat 28, St. Paul 6. And this update brought to you by Ashley Home Furniture. We deliver the scores in the game. They deliver your dream furniture to your door. Ashley Home Furniture Store in Kearney. 3.30 to go after the penalty. It is first down and 15. And the fake handoff. And again, a quarterback keeper, Johnson, striding down the sideline again. Gets out to the 30-31 yard line. And Charles Johnson got that long stride. And before you know it, he's 15 down the field. Clock stops on the out-of-bounds. That was a 23-yard run for Johnson, and he has to be north of 100 yards now by, what, about 114, 115 yards? Exactly. 114 yards. Got it, arithmetic. 30-yard rush, 60-yard rush, 23-yard rush. First and 10, Perkins County. Johnson under center. Long count. Handoff, fullback. Takes it across the... Line of scrimmage and falls forward for about two yards. I think that's Josh Johnston there, 27, not our buddy, 26. The unknown Raider. Sounds like a Plains legend, doesn't it? Well, I I thought you were talking about an Indiana Jones movie there for a second. (laughs) Raiders. Okay, uh, 2.39 to go. And second down and five. Perkins County on the drive still. They got plenty of time. Handoff goes again. Nope. They fake the handoff. Quarterback keeper tries to flip it out to the tailback. Sis, and he can't hang on to it. I think they kept possession of the ball, but that was not one of the most artistically pretty plays. Also, a a, a late flag, I believe. It looked like they indicated a face mask, but not on, uh, haven't indicated which team. It's just showing face mask. It looks like... uh... That's Kiffin. Is that, is that our buddy Kiffin Cook over there? He's He's got his hands on his uh, knees, kind of like he was shaking something off. Um, talking to the coach. That is, nope, that's Charles Johnson over there. They don't need him hurt, although they got a little bit of a score pad. If they do, they're up by 30. 2.18 to go till halftime. And the referee comes over to talk to. Jay Stulen, the quarter, the coach for the Elm Creek Buffaloes, he certainly has to think that somebody got up on the wrong side of bed this morning and decided to put the mojo against Elm Creek because they've had nothing but bad luck here tonight as far as injuries are concerned, turnovers. Five-yard face mask penalty was the net result of that play, and so it'll be second down. And one yard to go, and blast play up the middle. Josh Johnston goes off the left guard and plugs a first down. And that moves the Carney towing chain gang down to the 20-yard, far end down to the 20-yard line. 
Line of scrimmage just outside the 30-yard line. So first down will be at the 22-yard line of Elm Creek. Clock at two minutes to go in the first half. Eye formation again. Sis dots the eye. Johnson barks the signals. Hands to the fullback. And a fumble. And Elm Creek may have the first recovery on their side of the ball tonight. And they do. Elm Creek getting their first turnover. They've given it up three times on fumbles and one interception. And this time Elm Creek, the defense rises, gets the ball back for the offense with 1.54 to go. And the 30-point bulge in favor of Perkins County. Nate Bartling is still in there at one of the guard spots. Nate was not expected to be a starter tonight, nor was Chris Quintana, nor was Brock Miner expecting to be playing up at guard. He was going to be fullback. Pitch this time, Jeff West, left side, cutback. Gets about three yards out to the 35-yard line, and it'll bring up second down and five yards to go for the Elm Creek Buffaloes. Say so you got to get on a bus at 6 a.m. tomorrow for the storm. But you get to sit around a big block of ice. That's a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> I heard it's cold in Omaha, <laughs> meaning the ice is cold. <laughs> well, I was there yesterday. I guarantee it's not cold in Omaha. It might be inside. There's a man down on the field for Elm Creek. And we'll take a look at that. That is uh, Nate That is Nate Bartling down. Holy smokes. If he is dinged up, that puts them so thin at the guard spot. He wasn't even uh, expected to play by my recollection. Correct. He was not. He was filling in for Tyron uh, Hubbard. Again, injury updates brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And you just hate to see the trainer or assistant coach, trainer, whatever, uh, kneeling by the knee of the uh, of the player. It's just so tough to play the heat throughout the day the players are warming up it's already wearing on you you're expected to run around for 30 minutes before the game warming up yep that for most people and for young athletes 14 to 18 year olds 30 minutes of running outside in 95 degree weather you're probably inside for the rest of the day mm, yep and they'll, they'll lose a lot of weight on these practices i mean it was not uncommon to see a young man out at you know summer drills coming off of here in this as you said the the july august nebraska weather coming in you know five ten twelve pounds lighter than when they went out and this actually surprised me i I was uh tuning into some of the college football action that was going on last night some of the national games i believe it was a a guard on south carolina uh, that they were saying he's had weight problems and an offensive lineman a weight problem the first thing you think of is well he he can't he's not losing enough weight he's eating too much Mm -hmm. he's an offensive lineman it was the exact opposite. He had been playing in the South Carolina summer, not too dissimilar from Nebraska yeah. summers, and so he's lost so much weight. Yeah, and that's not uncommon for hockey players, though, either, is not it? That you got to maintain that weight through the season. Drivers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lose 10 pounds a race. All right, Bartling is up, but the left leg definitely is hurting. Our injury updates are brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, two locations in Kearney, getting you back into the game of life. I tell you what, there'll be a lot of kids visiting the training rooms and physical therapy places this week off of Elm Creek. Uh, Bartling was a guard who was not expected to start, as we said, and is now not playing at all. Minute 38 to go. Second down now, five yards to go. Pitch goes to Thornabore, and he gets out to the first down and squirts ahead for a yard or so. I thought he was going to break it, 
but he was pulled down at the last minute. He gets the first down, and that'll stop the clock as the Carney towing chains move 10 more yards upfield. And so it's spotted just inside Perkins County territory. Now they've restarted the clock, and that becomes a factor. Gilming under center, I formation, pitch, near side, West has it, tries to cut back, got nothing. And he'll maybe pick up two yards, but they needed a lot more than that. Clock is still running at a minute nine. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up, and we'll deliver you some scores, have some thoughts about this game, the weather. This game is about the weather, I think. West takes the pitch right side, can't find the corner, and is forced out of bounds after about a two- or three-yard gain. The thing about the weather here is that you're watching these big college football games, NFL games. There's these huge coolers on the sideline, these big fans blowing essentially ice at everyone. Yep. Just like, you know, like dry ice almost. And it doesn't happen here at high school level, does it? Certainly not eight-man football. Certainly not most high schools outside of maybe the elite of the elite of the elite. Exactly. The up man is Thornabar. Tailback is West. Gilming fakes to West. Fires in the flat. Thornabar's got it. And he'll get down to the 24-yard line. That is good. That is good for a first down. And they will set up shop at about the 25-yard line. Under center is Gilming again. He'll down the ball, spike the ball, and uh, go over quickly, check with uh, Jace Newland on what to do. 41 seconds to go in this first half of play. And Elm Creek will get to the sideline or locker room. I don't know if they go actually to their locker room. And and that's the other thing, you know, in a lot of high schools, the field is not right by the high school, so they're not going into the locker room. They're going, taking a knee in the end zone and trying to hydrate the best they can then. So The, the Perkins County bus was about a half-mile yeah. walk. Yeah, this is uh, this is not for the faint of heart, no doubt about that. <laughs> Single setback, Thornabot on the wing left side. Under center is Gilming. Straight back to pass. Good protection. Fires downfield. Thornabot is looking for it, and he almost got it after a carom off of Kiffin Cook. But it falls harmlessly in the end zone, and it is a long, albeit exciting, incompletion. And it'll be second down coming. I lost our down guy over there. Where'd he go? I see the chains. (laughs) We need an injury timeout for our down guy? I can't see it. Can you? I cannot. So there's a, a... Oh, there he is. Third down coming. All right, third down. Thank you. Under center is Gilming again. Wing left side. Back to pass again. Great protection. Gilming pulls it down. He'll try to run it. Maybe should have thrown it. Thornball was running free down in the end zone, but he couldn't get it there. And so he'll get stopped short. It'll bring up fourth down and uh, about eight yards to go. Fifteen seconds to go in this first half. And they can't spike the ball. they got to do something with it. Now they're going to try a field goal. Chris Quintana quickly comes down. Penalty marker comes down. That was either a very smart penalty by someone on Elm Creek to stop the clock. And that might be, I'm 
Let's give him credit. Let's not make him the GOAT. Let's make him the hero this time because I don't know if Quintana could have gotten that kick off had that penalty not come up. Now, granted, they're going to move it back another five yards, but that might be an academic thing anyhow. Who knows? Now, Quintana, instead of kicking, picks it up, tries to pass it, and it goes incomplete. There's about a tenth of a second to go on the scoreboard clock, and so Perkins County will probably come in and, well, they'll come in and kneel it. And that'll be the end of the first half here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Don't forget CPI, Mr. Tire Scoreboard Show with Merritt Lawson coming up. If you got a score, if you're listening in, you got a score that we don't have, feel free to give us a call with that or tweet it. And that's all I know about that. <laughs> I was the one tweeting her. You were tweeting like crazy. Under center, last play, he'll... Take a knee, probably, will Charles Johnson, the quarterback. Nope, he's back to pass. Wow. And he fires it out, and it is almost picked off by Elm Creek. But that is the end of the first half. If you have those Twitter scores, it's at KKPR989. Okay. You learned something. All right, I did. (laughs) We're all learning. I did. (laughs) That is the end of the first half, and your score, Perkins County 33, and the bandaged Elm Creek Buffaloes 3. We'll be back with the halftime report brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation right after this on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Kelly's Sales and Service in Elm Creek is proud a supporter of the area athletes in tonight's game. See Kelly's for everything automotive, from minor tune-ups to major repairs. Or if you're tired of putting money into that old car, talk to them about great selection of used vehicles that they have on the lot. If they don't have the car that you're looking for, they can find it. Proud sponsor of all high school sports. Best of luck, Buffaloes. Time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says, your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in the yellow pages. So as is the case on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, we got some scores coming your way. we got some stats coming your way. The score on the game you're listening to, if you're just joining us, is 33-3. to Elm Creek unexpectedly at the short end of that 30-point deficit. Elm Creek uh, had a 7-1 and ball club. Ending last year, they were eliminated by Hemingford uh, in the uh, semifinal round, one game away from going to the state. And at the same time, it was a 4-4 four and four ball club at uh, Perkins County. Well, we knew Perkins County had been improved, and, and then uh, Elm Creek came in here, banged up pretty good. Tyron Hubbard, uh, the guard, and normally you don't, I mean, you don't normally hinge a offensive strategy on the health of a guard but you're thinking at that point you're thinking 11 man football maybe a little higher level college or or uh 
pro. But if it's eight-man high school and you're missing a guard, and that's one-third of your offensive line. And what that means is that your fullback, Brock Miner, has to move up and play guard. And Chris Quintana, your kicker, has to move in and play the other guard. And Nate Bartling, who was not expected to start, had to start as well. And uh, he ended up knocked out of the ball game and being carted off the field right now uh, with an injury, apparently, to his left leg. So the guard position uh, for the Elm Creek Buffaloes is one that you wouldn't think in a million years would be key to the success of a ball club. But when you go through three of them, it begins to hurt, especially, as I said, when that's 33% of your offensive line. We're alongside David Fine here, the new voice of the Tri-City Storm, who's kind enough to spend a little time here getting to know Central Nebraska and some of the folks and some of the sports. Did you ever think when you got the Tri-City Storm job that your first game would be eight-man football in Elm Creek? (laughs) Well, if you said eight-man football, no, but (laughs) one of the big reasons uh, that made me so happy to come out to Central Nebraska is there's so many local sports teams, and I want to be a part of it, and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy I'm here. Especially, you know, just keep on. I did baseball this summer, so that was every day. And then the mm-hmm. past two weeks have been, well, you're not on the air for three hours every yeah. night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so good, good to get back in it. Well, we're looking forward to having you with us uh, with the uh, storm on, on the Breeze 94.5 FM. And, and uh, tomorrow you've got two short games, practice uh, preseason games between the storm and, and Omaha. In, 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 Omaha. in Omaha. It's against Des Moines. <clears throat> oh, it's against Des Moines. Okay. So in the preseason in the USHL, there's designated uh, host cities. Ah. So Omaha and Lincoln are the two out here in Nebraska. The Storm only hosts one preseason game. That's next week, uh, next weekend, September 12th, 4 p.m. game. We're pitching it as come watch some hockey, then watch your Huskers. Oh, the wow. Huskers play at 7. Yeah. So you can come down to the Aero Event Center and see what's going on. Season ticket holders getting free. Cool. And they're, they're uh, of course, selling season tickets now. They're selling single Game tickets, and uh, I think the promotions calendar was just uh, issued like yesterday, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. I, so it looks like you had some exciting things going. Yeah, Color Out Cancer Night is a, is a big promotion that's uh, back again where, you know, you can come and color the ice and, and, and devote uh, part of the ice to someone you know that's been affected by cancer. That's in one of the first home games, October 16th. One of the more popular ones is the uh, pr- uh, Disney Princess Characters Night, a little bit of a different twist that's later on in the year about mid-december uh frozen characters Mm -hmm. abound that's That's a a movie that's a huge that's a huge deal and i'm too old to have anyone in my direct family involved in that but i know that those that do that is just that's a big deal i mean that that's like you you don't need to let it go exactly that's exactly right i'll tell you what we're gonna do we are going to let it go here for a minute we'll be back with uh, more on the ravenna sanitation halftime report we'll focus back on this game with some stats and look around the area with some scores right after to this two-minute timeout. I have always said that I'm a Nebraska Farm Bureau member because it gives me, as a farmer, a voice in the legislature and in Washington, D.C. But did you know what your Buffalo County Farm Bureau does for you in your own backyard? By giving scholarships to local kids, supporting the Buffalo County Fair and 4-H programs, or tackling zoning concerns and other local issues. Farm Bureau starts right here. That's why I'm a proud Farm Bureau member. Call Buffalo County Farm Bureau and rediscover your grassroots power. Since 1902, Carrier has been inventing new ways to make people comfortable. And today, comfort can also mean efficiency. Because being more efficient with your home heating can mean spending less on it. And that's something everyone can get comfortable with. 
If you're ready for carrier comfort, now you can get cool cash rebates of up to $1,450 on a new system. Carrier, turn to the expert. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Two guys for Perkins County. counted for three guys. Accounted for 33 points. Uh, but it was uh, two main men in the backfield with long runs that got most of those six-pointers. Charles Johnson had a 30-yard run. And a 60-yard run, Johnson converted a fumble to play before into a 30-yard touchdown and took the six-point lead against Elm Creek. Then Derek Siss had a 12-yard run after the second turnover, consecutive turnover by Elm Creek, and they were down 12-0. In the next series, Elm Creek got deeper into the end zone, but the drive stalled, and Chris Quintana came in, kicked a 15-yard field goal, and it was 12-3. Then Derek Sis broke off a 50-yard run, and that made it 18-3. Another 7-yard run by Derek Sis, his third touchdown, made it 24-3. And then it was Johnson on a 60-yard gallop, and we have our current score of uh, 33-3. They are, uh, of those six touchdowns, they only had two conversions. One was a single-pointer, one was a two-point conversion, so hence there's the, uh, excuse me, five touchdowns and the uh, three points after the uh, after the touch. So that's where we are right now. David Fine is alongside, been keeping some stats. What are we looking like? Well, the two guys to account for those touchdowns, uh, the main ones, Charles Johnson and Derek Sist. Derek Sist has three touchdown runs, one seven-yard touchdown around the 50 and the 12, and he's working on a 71 rushing yard night in just the first half. So you double that, he might have 150 yards by the end of the game. Charles Johnson, the quarterback, he's leading the squad in rushing for Perkins County up by 30. He's 115 yards rushing, the quarterback. On the other side for Elm Creek, the positive is LaShawn Thornabar is 29 yards rushing. But other than that, other than uh, with Dominic Johns, the quarterback hurt, he only had one completion. Dylan Gilming in has two completions, one of five, one of eight, just 13 yards passing. Essentially, there's more rushing yards by Thornabar than there are passing yards combined between two quarterbacks for Elm Creek. Yeah. And, and uh, you t- okay, you're, you're LaShawn Thornabar, right? You practice all summer long. You're going to be the tailback. You're going to take the pitch or whatever from seven yards deep. Now, all of a sudden, you're down two guards, and your fullback has to go play guard. Now you're a fullback, and you're right in back of the quarterback. So now you're not seeing the field. You know, like you would as a tailback. Now you're taking the snap straight up. So that cut his uh, productivity way back. You wonder how many times over the course of the summer, 
Thornavar was put in those fullback situations because you're thinking, you know, if you're healthy the entire summer, yeah, you might practice a few plays, but common knowledge yeah. would dictate your t- your main idea is you are going to be tailback, yeah. not fullback. Yeah, Thornavar, I think, played quite a bit of uh, fullback last year, but he was definitely uh, groomed to be the key tailback the this year, back. feature back this year, uh, as they lost uh, their, their feature back last year. Uh, to graduation, and uh, as I said, that was a successful team. It ended up 7-1 and one and one game shy of going to Memorial Stadium for the state championship. That is uh, maybe something that uh, would be foreign to uh, folks out east to understand what a big thrill it is for high school kids to play at store on, on storied Tom Osborne Field at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska, home of uh, Big Red. Yeah, in uh, New York State. I've seen the New York State High School Football Championships. Those are in Syracuse, uh, which is right in the dead center of New York State. So you have to travel four hours if you're a New York City or Long Island team Mm -hmm. up there. Buffalo's two hours to the west. And uh, the thrill for kids from New Jersey, the state that I'm from, is about 15, 20 miles west of New York City is MetLife Stadium, the old Giants Stadium where the Jets and Giants share. And that's where they play. But there's not nearly the tradition at a 30-year-old Carrier Dome or a 5-year-old MetLife Stadium right. that there is at Nebraska football, right. where it's the only decades thing, old, yeah, the only and sport that everyone in this yeah, area seems that, to just love and go crazy. That 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 that, that certainly is unique. I, I spent some time uh, in in Wisconsin, and uh, what one thing I've always said is it takes a Packer fan to understand a Husker fan because before the Badgers got better. The Packers were the identity of Tiny Green Bay. You know, you lived and died with how well they were doing. And Nebraska uh, puts its identity, uh, you know, around the Huskers. And so Husker fans understand how those Packer fans, and, and you, it's funny how many Husker fans you'll see wearing Packer gear and vice versa. It, it, it is truly interesting. Uh, not so much now with the Badgers being uh, uh, a rival, but uh, back in the day, uh, there was quite an affinity between uh, between that two uh, those two fan bases. All right, we're going to take another time out here, and we'll be back and update you on scores as we have them on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com on the World Wide Web. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar and Carney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-def TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Carney. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report on uh, Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget to listen in for all the finals coming up with Merritt Lawson on the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show. Uh, probably right after this ball game. I think that we're probably going to be the late guys on the block tonight. So 
Uh, as you complete this uh, hang around, Merritt will start delivering you the scores uh, on that. Speaking of delivering the scores, Ashley Furniture Store in in Kearney delivers Dream Furniture to your doors. We deliver the scores inside the games here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the Platte River Radio Group of Stations. Let's just go from the top here in Class A, Grand Island over Lincoln Southeast in the third quarter, 32 to nothing. Earlier today, right here on Classic Hits 98.9, you heard Doug Duda uh, describe a 26-14 win by Carney over number nine Lincoln Southwest. In Class B, Adam Central trailing Sydney 27 to 16. It is York over Waverly 26 to 14. That's at halftime. Aurora 46 and Alliance nothing. That is in the fourth quarter. Third quarter score: McCook number two over Grand Island Northwest 31 to 10. Number six Scotts Bluff is uh, blanking Hastings right now 41 to nothing in a game being heard on our. KHS 1230 AM. Carney Catholic is trailing in the third quarter. Ogallala. Ogallala 30. Carney Catholic 17. That's in the third quarter. Randy Bushcutter with the call on 1460 AM KXPN. Minden is uh, trailing Kozad 21 zip. Broken Bow 42. St. Paul 6. Holdridge trailing Lexington by 2 despite their number 10 ranking. 16 to 14. Central City 41 or 10. Gothenburg over Mitchell by a 17 14 margin. That's in the third. Columbus Lakeview over Boone, or losing to Boone Central right now 38 to 20. I don't have a Grand Island Central Catholic uh, Milford Dorchester score. If you do, uh, you can give us a call. And uh, Sandy Creek is uh, losing 12 nothing in the second quarter. Kimball trailing. Southern Valley, 28-20. to 20. Uh, Fillmore County over Superior, 28-3 to 3 in the third quarter. The next four scores are all in the fourth. It's Acadia Loop City trailing West Hole, 14-7. Donovan Trumbull continuing their winning ways with a number eight ranking, leading 48-8 to eight over Twin River. And Hastings St. Cecilia with a 35-14 lead on Hershey. North Platte St. Pat's. Dominating Wood River 55 to 6. Again, those are all fourth quarter scores. At halftime, Cambridge leading Ravenna 36 to 16. Number four, Sutton 44 6 over Thayer Central. Given 25, Bayard nothing. Ainsworth is, uh, and Satura are tied. Ainsworth and Satura tied at eight. Shelby leading Palmyra 14 to 7. That's the third quarter score. So none of those were finals. They were um, getting in late in the game now. Fullerton trailing Neely Oakdale, rated number five in D1 by a 29-14 score. BDS over Blue Hill, 38-12. Blue Hill lost the opener last year to them. And uh, uh, BDS uh, still with a uh, tremendous uh, squad this year, ranked number two in D1, 20 to uh, 22, uh, the 38-12 over, over uh, Blue Hill. Uh, Maxwell is uh, trailing Loomis. Maxwell is trailing South Loop, rather 16 to nothing. It is Perkins County here with a 33-3 lead over Elm Creek. Heartland, 50, McCook Junction, McCool Junction, uh, nothing. 
Ashley Litchfield trailing Sandfield Hills Thetford 29 to nothing. And in uh, D2, it is Medicine Valley trailing Overton 28 to 16. That's at Medicine Valley. Anselmo Myrna 56 6 over Staples. And Elwood had uh, forfeited their game for the rem- games for the remainder of the year. That's the problem with uh, very lightly populated schools. Lack of turnout, lack of healthy players. They're for- forfeiting the year. And that's an update on your scores brought to you by Ashley Furniture Store in Kearney. We'll take a one-minute timeout and be back with the kickoff of the second half tonight. The 3Ls of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news, covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. 
connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services. Ask about the new Wealth Builder Loan Program and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This broadcast is made possible in part by M&J Signs. Call Mike today and find out how the professionals can brighten up your business and get the attention of your next customers. M&J Signs does a wide variety of signs, from pole signs to billboard signs and everything in between. Designs may be supplied by you, or we can help design your company logo. We'll be efficient and bring you a product you can depend on to show off your business. With just a quick phone call, we will send you in the right direction for your sign needs. M&J Signs is a proud supporter of all area athletes. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FTIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Hi, 
Hi, this is Micah Adams with Platte Valley Auto and Carney. We've moved in a huge amount of inventory, so you can come by the truck or car of your choice. Come see me at Platte Valley Auto, Carney. This is Tom Lahue at Platte Valley Auto here in Kearney. I've sold a lot of trucks and cars and made a lot of friends along the way. So if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, come visit me here at Platte Valley Auto. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Barinol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. We apologize for the difficulties. We're having some uh, wireless problems here. The uh, game has begun in the second half. There's no score. Ball has changed hands one time. Elm Creek took it downfield, could not score. And now uh, it is Perkins County with the ball. They're inside the 30-yard line of Elm Creek. 8.04 to go in the third period of play. I'm going to turn the uh, auxiliary broadcast here over to David Fine, who will be calling the uh, storm games this year. So, under fire, David. Eight-man football, first time. Let me see if I can work with engineers and get us back on regular power. Hey, thanks so much, Craig. So, situation right now with seven and a half left in the third. Perkins County's with the ball. They're up by 30 points. Second down and 10 inside the 28. Under center, shotgun, handoff, snap. Taken up the middle, and Preston Walker is dump truck down at about the 20-yard line on the gut run. Gets about five yards. And that brings up a third down and about two. Fumble at the end of the play ruled. And it has been reversed to a fumble. So way to throw me under the fire there, Craig. A late fumble call. (laughs) It is Elm Creek ball getting it at about the 21-yard line. Their own 21. 7.29 left in the third. Down by 30 points. Quarterback is Dylan Gilming, still out on the field with Dominic John shirtless and has ice on his shoulder, the left one. Righty throwing quarterback is out for now. I formation, heavy set, Gilming under center, takes the snap, pitch left, flag first. Appears to be a false start. This should back it up five yards. False start makes it first and 15. Midway through the third. Brings the ball back to at the 15-yard line. 80-yard, eight-man football, eight-on-eight between Perkins County and Elm Creek. Elm Creek is where this game's being played, just about a mile away from the high school. Here's Gilming under center, same I-man formation, four-man front, takes the snap, hands it up the middle, goes towards Thornabar, who's driven back after a gain of about two to make it a second and 13 about couple white jerseys meeting him number 10 in there one of those in particular Tyson Patrick the tight end and also defensive end for Perkins County leading by 30 with seven minutes to go in the third and the clock's running Perkins jumped out to a 12 nothing lead a 25-3 lead before the last touchdown on a seven-yard touchdown run from Derek Sis who has three Gilming takes the snap, rolls left, has time, throws downfield, stumble throw is caught. Running up the 
Far sideline 40, that is number 20 for Elm Creek, which means Travis Hasbrook is pushed out of bounds at about the 30 after a gain of 30 yards on the pass from Gilming. Gilming with the jump throw. Hasbrook with the jump catch. For Huff eventually caught up with him and pushed him out of bounds. The near side 30. Some movement for Elm Creek coming out quick. Gilming another heavy set. Had that play action last time. Takes the snap, fits it left. Here comes West, far side of the field, gains towards the 35, gets back out to the line of scrimmage and is knocked over by two Perkins defenders. Tripped up with 6.30 remaining in the third, and Elm Creek with the balls down by 30. Won seven of eight games last year and debuting the new white pants to go along with the gold piping and white numbers amongst their navy blue jerseys. All white decked out Perkins County, located two hours west of Elm Creek. Here's Gilming under center again. Five on the line, takes the snap. Play action, drive back to pass, throws towards his left. It's in the air, and it's knocked out of bounds. Some holding in the area, but none is called. Meyer was the receiver in the area, and Jack Kennecutt. He is the sophomore 175-pound defensive back that helped knock it down. Dominic John's still out for Elm Creek, which means Gilming is in as quarterback. There's been at least two, if not three, injuries of significance for the Elm Creek football team. Nathan Bartling is trying to stretch out his leg. He's an offensive guard that wasn't even supposed to play because of an injury to Tyron Hubbard, who's out, both on the offensive line. Third and ten from about the 35. Gilming takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's under pressure. He rolls to his left. He throws down towards the end zone, incomplete at the one-yard line on the left side of the field. Brings up fourth and ten. Thornabar down the field too high for him. So it's fourth and 10 for the Buffaloes at the 34-yard line. No 51-yard field goals in eight-on-eight Nebraska high school football. And Elm Creek looks to be going for it. Travis Hasbrook comes in for a little bit of help. Checking out was Isaac Anderson, the running back. Came in for about a play there. So fourth and ten. Gilming breaks the huddle, comes to the line. He has four players on the line of scrimmage. Calling out signals. Gets a fifth man for help on the line. Two wide receivers split left. 5.50 left in the third. Gilming takes the snap. Back to pass at midfield. Throws down the left sideline. Has West and a catch along the sideline at the ten. He rolls out of bounds with a 30-yard first down. The deep connection, Gilming to West. We're situated on the Elm Creek side of the field in the press box, the home press box. There's no away press box. You can hear the eruption from the crowd. 5.45 left in the third. Elm Creek's down 30 points. This season opener. Perkins County 10-yard line. Gilming comes out, five-man line, West in the backfield. Goes in motion, splits out to the right. 
Skilling takes the snap, gut run up the middle. Hasbrook met at the line of scrimmage, knocked down, and defenders fly on top of him. A gain of none on the tackle. Sindo with the tackle. Senior who weighs 220 healthy pounds. Second down and nine. Gilman comes out. It's a shotgun formation. Make it a pistol formation with Hasbrook right behind them. Two wide receivers far side of the field. Gilman hunches over, awaits the snap from center, takes it. Back pass, looks over middle, throws, and it is caught in the end zone. Jarred down, catch. Touchdown, Elm Creek. Will Bloom, the tight end. Five foot eight, takes a beating over the middle. And the Elm Creek Buffaloes Liberty Bell can finally toll. First touchdown for Perkins County, uh, scored against Perkins County. First touchdown for Elm Creek this season. Down 33 to 9. It's two point conversion time. Okay. All right. Okay. Extra point time. Push Quintana on to kick, the snap, the hold, the kick is right down dead center. 33 to 10. Plainsman leading the Buffaloes. Elm Creek down 23, but the touchdown pulls it a little bit closer. We'll be back with Craig Eckert next, midway through the third on KKPR 98.9 Classic Hits. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. I have always said that I'm a Nebraska Farm Bureau member because it gives me, as a farmer, a voice in the legislature and in Washington, D.C. But did you know what your Buffalo County Farm Bureau does for you in your own backyard? By giving scholarships to local kids, supporting the Buffalo County Fair and 4-H programs, or tackling zoning concerns and other local issues. Farm Bureau starts right here. That's why I'm a proud Farm Bureau member. Call Buffalo County Farm Bureau and rediscover your grassroots power. Good, uh, good evening again. This is Craig Eckert along with David Fine from uh, Elm Creek. We apologize for that interruption. Glad we at least were able to carry what happened for you. But now we're back. Welcome to the 21st century and wireless communications. But you know how that all goes. The kickoff by Elm Creek goes out of bounds. The penalty marker is down. And so we'll see what's going to happen there. Elm Creek got their first touchdown of the game just a few moments ago. And it's now 33-10. to 10 with 5.03 remaining in the third period of score uh, of, of play. They were trailing 33-3 at halftime. They were down as much as uh, 12-0 before they got a Chris Quintana field goal and rode out that big deficit until just a few moments ago. Now, in eight-man football, a lot of things can happen, and if Elm Creek got things righted and they got some people in positions where they can be effective, they may be in this ball game yet. They're down by 23 and the handoff goes to Sis, and Sis gets across the 30-yard line to about the 32 or 3, and it'll bring up second down. And about six yards to, nope, five, short five to go as they finally spot that ball just uh, outside the 30-yard line. 
I'm not sure how much of the halftime report you ended up with. I suspect through most of it before we were disconnected, but uh, we had one score since that time, and David brought you that in a good fashion. Sess takes the handoff, and he's going to go a long way. 20-10 touchdown, Derek Sess. That is TD number four for Derek Sess, and that goes all the way from about the 35 to the end zone. And so that's going to be a 55-yard TD run by De uh, Derek Sis. He's over the century mark. 129 yards for Sis. Four touchdowns. Wow. He broke out there quickly. And, and, boy, that's got to be discouraging for Elm Creek when they finally got a score up there. And then it's answered quickly. And they're down 39-10 to 10 again. And now the extra point attempt is good. And it'll be 40-10. to 10. Now, in eight-man football in Nebraska, David Fine, there is a 35-point rule, which uh, says if you're down uh, by 35 points or more after halftime, they can get a running clock going. Now, it's been our experience that that takes just as long as a non-running clock because there's all sorts of reasons to stop it. But we're about five points away from that happening here in this ball game, and that's something I don't think Elm Creek expected they were going to face in the first uh, first game of the season. Well, not only that, not only the first game, the first half. Yep. Three turnovers in the first half. They had an interception and uh, two fumbles. Both fumbles uh, were scored uh, by, uh, excuse me, both of the touchdowns, of the first two touchdowns were scored off of uh, fumbles by Elm Creek, and then an interception by Kevin Cook, and it was... Uh, off to the races for the Perkins County Plainsmen, who were 4-4 four and four last year, Elm Creek 7-1. And, one. and, of course, that, that totally different team. I get that. So, a five-points-back touchdown for the Plainsmen of Perkins County. And a kickoff indicated here for the Plainsmen now. With the man who never was, number 26. I have a last name for you. Okay. White. Okay. It really is his last name. All right. It really is? Yes, it really is. Okay. White kicks it off, and he's taking it to five and back out. Nice return to the 25-30 yard line. And that is uh, West, Jeff West, with a nice return there. Good field position for Elm Creek. They are 50 yards away from Pater. Announcer during our little uh, okay while while we were connecting the broadcast back in halftime that uh, white out on the field number twenty six there's no first name ah. maybe maybe issue. maybe he was guessing that the white uniform I don't know I mean <laughs> why why he would have a pipeline <laughs> he's no closer than we are I don't know <laughs> and we've got the official rosters here so I uh, I apologize don't make light of twenty six but that uh, that is something that we just don't know. Uh, Quintana, or rather uh, Gilming, the quarterback, fakes it one way and then keeps it to the left side, gets about five yards, and it'll be second down and five yards to go as the ball is spotted at the 35 of the Buffaloes as the clock just ticks under four minutes to go in the third period of play. Chris Quintana is down on the sideline, and uh, he is warming up soccer style. Now, he's one of the guys you really don't want to lose because he kicks for you. West with the ball. Stopped for nothing. Maybe lost about a yard. Third down 
And six or seven yards to go for the Buffaloes. I was just checking here to see Quintana is on the sideline, and I'm going I'm to check and see if they got Hunter Trampy into the ball game. Hunter, uh, yes, he is in there. Now, he was going to be the starting center, didn't start in the game, but uh, was scheduled to come in in the second half. So Trampy is in there at center. That gives them a little bit of relief on that front line, and that might be key to why all of a sudden they began to click in that first offensive series of the second half. Fresh body after yeah. 24 minutes of 90-degree football. Now, Nate Bartling is back in there. He's got a brace on, and he's walking rather gingerly on the left leg. But Nate Bartling, who went down at the end of the first half, is still in there. And we've got a Nebraska Land National Bank timeout, so we're going to take 30 here. Your score is 40-10, to 10, Perkins County on top of Elm Creek on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Since 1902, Carrier has been inventing new ways to make people comfortable. And today, comfort can also mean efficiency. Because being more efficient with your home heating can mean spending less on it. And that's something everyone can get comfortable with. If you're ready for Carrier Comfort, now you can get cool cash rebates of up to $1,450 on a new system. Carrier, turn to the expert. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Matt Lawson has the CPI Mr. Tyrus scoreboard show coming up right after this baby here. And it'll be closer to 10 o'clock than anything. Uh, 2.59 to go in the third. Back to pass is Quinling, or Gilming, rather. And uh, I don't know why I keep wanting to call him Quintana. It's uh, Gilming, the backup quarterback, who uh, was pressured and uh, fired at completion, but it was a short one behind the line of scrimmage to uh, Will Bloom, the uh, senior tight end. And that brings up fourth down. And Nate Bartling is playing on fumes out there. Hats off to him, but, boy, he's got to be hurting. He went down hard in the first half. He's got a, a brace on that left leg, and he's out there, but he's not moving real steady. Punt formation, Quintana back at the 20-yard line. High snap goes over his head. My goodness, inside the 10, trying to fake something out of nothing. Doesn't, and it'll be Perkins County deep inside the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. When you're in the zone for a new or pre-owned car or truck, chances are you are at the top of the hill in Kearney, second and 42nd. Platte Valley Auto Kearney, Kearney's hometown Ford store. And now in the red zone. In fact, we haven't used the red zone all that much tonight because the scores have been from way outside the red zone in most cases. 50-yard touchdown run. There's a 55-yard touchdown run, a 60-yard touchdown run for Perkins County. And now, the longest run they could get for a touchdown would be nine yards, because that's where the ball is. First and goal, nine-yard line, 2.43 to go third period. Elm Creek trying to make this thing respectable, but they're down by 30, and the other guys are knocking at the door. Back to pass. Johnson rolls, fires, tipped away, almost complete, but knocked away. Uh, Tyson Patrick was the intended receiver. Good defensive back play there by uh, Brock Miner and a few folks... Uh, in blue jerseys, uh, Elm Creek de- debuting their new blue and white jerseys tonight, and they may want to go back to the old ones <laughs> if they're superstitious because between injuries, misfortune, turnovers, whatnot, this is hardly the home opener that they were anticipating. They were ranked coming into this. You just hope that quarterback Derek Johns is okay with that left shoulder. He's not worn a shirt and had a 
shoulder brace on. Johnson hands it off to the fullback, and he gets in for a five-points bank touchdown. The fullback being Josh Johnston in for six more out of the uh, tight formation to the fullback, and it is now 46 to 10. 46 to 10, a 36 point bulge for Perkins County. And now, theoretically, we go to the running clock in this next set of downs. In theory, that means pass incompletions don't stop the clock. I think that's really what it comes down to because injuries and timeouts still do, obviously. And Johnson will take the handoff, he'll plow into the end zone for two more. And so it is now 48 to 10 and we'll be back in a half a minute with the kickoff by Perkins County here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com Athletes come in all shapes and sizes and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game from swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. We're talking about hydrating. Boy, how'd you like to be the kicker for uh, Perkins County? White, number 26. He's probably put in as much leg time as anybody here between kicking off and running back down. Now they're going to actually, Bo Wood is going to kick off. The other guy says, I'm, <laughs> I'm on overtime. You're going to I'm take over now. I'm beat. <laughs> Not going to do this anymore. Bo Wood is in there now, and uh, Thornabar is back as the return man for Elm Creek inside the five-yard line with 2.33 to go in the third, a 48-10 to game. And, uh, again, I don't know if they've indicated on the PA that we'll have a running clock, but in theory we should have that at uh, the 35-point margin here in the second half. Kickoff and a whistle blows, and I think somebody is offside on the kickoff team, and that will mark it back five more yards. See, there's this thing, and, and, and you can call it legend or whatever, but ever since they installed the 35-point rule, games begin to take longer with the running clock. I did, weird things happen like what you just saw. That never happens when there's not a 35-point rule. That one's a little bit more relaxed. <laughs> Balls are falling off the tee. It'll stop the clock for that. It gets windier all of a sudden. <laughs> 48-10. Here we go. Wood tees it up, gives it a ride. Thornabaugh has it inside the 10. Back up field, 15-20. Thornabaugh cuts outside, 25. Held up at the 25. And a nice tackle there by... Uh, by Jack Kennecutt of Perkins County. Coached by Carly Wells, who is young in his term at uh, Perkins County. But we are talking to somebody yesterday. He said they're going to be well prepared, and indeed they were. Now, whether they would be up this much if uh, Elm Creek was entirely healthy, I don't know. I suspect that we would have gotten the good game that we were expecting instead of this one, which has turned out rather lopsided. 38-point lead now for Perkins County, 48-10. to 10. Mr. Tire, CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show with Merritt Lawson coming up right after this thing is over, after we wrap things up here on 98.9 FM. Back to pass. Gilming again fires. Ball is tipped, I think, a little bit. He's intending it for Jeff West out in the flat at about the 32-yard line. It falls incomplete, and it'll bring up second down and 10. 
there was the running clock that then stopped. So it would have been about two thirty. Now, now they're now they're they're winding it up a little faster now. <laughs> yep. They're looking up and going, "No, we're serious. Start the clock." <laughs> Such a tough situation. I, it 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 is, but you know, like I said, he's just kind of a. It's been a running joke with me and whomever I'm broadcasting with. And when we get a game that's a running clock, it just seems like strange things stop the clock that are allowed under that rule. Back to the pass. Gilming fires. Scott Fulmer at the 35-30. Cuts back 25. Fights his way down to the 20-yard line. Great effort. Good pass. Great effort by Thurnabar. And he is first and 10 now at the 20-yard line. Now, this is where the running clock does not help the losing team because this should have been a stopped clock because of the first down and chains moving. Instead, I don't know. Left in the first, in the, in I, the I have a feeling that the person that thought these have worked for the IRS or something, just nothing made a lot of sense on that because they did not benefit from that first down and moving of the chains. Here's a delay handoff to Thornabar, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Clock winding down inside one minute now. On Classic Hits 98.9 FM, coming in from the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth above the field at Elm Creek, Nebraska, where as David Fine, the new voice of the Tri-City Storm, riding shotgun with me here tonight, indicated it's getting breezier. And a, a, unfortunately, a player, I believe, has a cramp for Perkins County. He's trying to stretch it out. And that'll happen. And that may happen uh, frequently tonight in our injury updates, as always, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And uh, at this point in the ball game and with uh, this kind of heat, uh, that's not unexpected. But certainly unless you, unless you run through that cramp and, and tear a muscle, it's a lot, it's a lot better to see the kid uh, get up and, and uh, walk it off than some of the other injuries that of course, you can have, so Ugh. it's no fun. Uh, doggone things you hurt. You ever had a cramp like yeah, oh, yeah. very bad leg cramp? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, that's the trouble. You can do damage if you try to walk it off too soon, and you just can't You can't get try and get rid of it soon enough because you just want the pain to stop. It's even, it's even like sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night yep. and you slept awkwardly, and, you, and it feels like if you walk, you're going you're gonna to destroy yourself. Yep. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, down in uh, Lincoln, 2.30 kickoff tomorrow, how BYU and the Huskers hold up. It'll be 100 degrees, 110 degrees on, on that field, field easily tomorrow, yeah. But they will have some cooling uh, on the sidelines. Gilman keeps the ball around the right side, gets about three or four yards, and it'll be third down coming and five yards to go. And I think we've got another person with uh, a cramp. It is Thornabar, and his left leg is cramping up. He says, ah, don't worry about it. I'm going to stay in. And he's working it out on his own. Warrior. He's a warrior. It's the third time this game. And now we are into the Platte Valley Auto Carney red zone. When you're zoned in on a newer used car or truck, chances are it's the top of the hill. Carney, second and 42nd, Carney's hometown Ford store. The red zone has been bypassed many times by long-distance touchdowns tonight, but now we're setting up inside there, and the timeout is going to be called. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. No, it isn't either. It's not a timeout. It's the end of the third quarter. End of the third quarter, and your five, and your score is 48-10 to 10 at Perkins County, leading Elm Creek back in one minute on Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? 
Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar in Kearney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-def TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Kearney. Greg Eckert and uh, David Fine. David is the uh, new voice of the Tri-City Storm. You'll hear Storm Hockey all year long on Platte River Radio's The Breeze, 94.5 FM. He's got a couple of uh, exhibition games in Omaha tomorrow that he'll be doing on uh, stormhockey.com. All right. Elm Creek with the ball. And back to pass, firing incomplete, extended for Thornabar, who is a little bit... Uh, a little bit light on that one leg because of a cramp before. I think that if he'd have been full strength, he might have gotten under that pass by uh, Gil- Quillman, Gilman, Gilming. Why am I having a mental block with that name all of it? Gilming. I think it's because we started out with the quarterback. Uh, John. Uh, I don't know. It's 95 de- it was 95 degrees out today. You're excused. I guess. Back to pass and firing long and complete at the two and then dropped by Elm Creek. It was a nice pass by the quarterback. Nolan Meyer, the tight end, had it and let it fall to the ground at the two-yard line. And so it will be a first and ten on the turnover on downs for Perkins County, and Elm Creek comes up a bitter empty on that one. Wow, that could have been. This is where the, the running clock really becomes the, uh, the deadening of Elm Creek's chance to come within maybe 35 again because the clock's running, well, and yeah. you just know that Perkins County is going to run the ball three straight times. Well, I've I got some thoughts. If you're going to do a mercy rule, what to do? And the handoff goes straight up the middle to Josh Johnston, the, the fullback. We saw how the running clock actually hurt Elm Creek before when they completed the long first down. It should have stopped the clock to move the chains normally, but it, they didn't stop the clock. Well, if you're going to have a mercy rule, why wouldn't you make it so that the team that is so far ahead has to kick back to the other team, or excuse me, the team that scores if they're losing would kick back, would receive the kick. You know what I'm saying? Get extra offensive series and, and, and try and make it competitive as opposed to trying to theoretically shorten uh, a route, which it normally doesn't do anyhow. And here we got a handoff to the big fullback for uh, Perkins County. He's going all the way down to the 20-15-10 yard line. That is Colton Heineman, a center, playing up at the fullback spot, and he rambled downfield with some good blocking down to the 10-yard line. And when you're tired and wobbly and about dehydrated and then something 220 pounds comes rumbling at you, that can be the death knell right there. It's just, it's so difficult to ask high school athletes to 
go out in weather like this. And it, and in many ways, I think you might agree with me, Craig, that the weather is sort of the story of this game when it's 95 degrees out to start play. In the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone, the first snap at the 10-yard line is uh, for no gain. Remember when you're in the zone for a new car or truck, pre-owned or new, it's Platte Valley Auto, top of the hill, 2nd Avenue at 42nd, your Carney hometown Ford store. Second down and eight yards to go for Perkins County now, 8.43, clock is running. Handoff again goes to the big guy, and he bursts through into the end zone and a touchdown. And Perkins County goes up 54 to 10. 54 to 10. Now the clock stops. And I think you're beginning to see my point on this theoretical running clock. All it did was hurt Elm Creek this time by not stopping the clock. It's not even that, but it's, well, it's partially that. But from my perspective, you're talking about it's hurting Elm Creek. In a way, it's hurting both teams to subject players to ramming into each other just continuously when the score is so lopsided. And the two-point conversion is good on a dive in, so it is now 56-10 to 10 in favor of the uh, Plainsman of Perkins County. We'll take a 30-second timeout, kickoff time next on Platte River Radio's Classic Hits 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FTIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. And uh, Perkins County is ready to kick off one more time. 46-point lead. Uh, the theoretical running clock rule in effect, but uh, I'm going to quit. I'm going to drop that. Uh, you've heard my point of view. That's enough. But um, they need to rethink something if they want to uh, if they want to help out scores like this. And we're going to talk a little storm hockey with David Fine, the voice of the Tri-City Storm upcoming here as, uh, as we go through this broadcast and, and head on up to the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show. It is a short kickoff, as so much so that the returner for Elm Creek had to come up and eventually fall on it or potentially lose control. That was Thornabar, who, again, you can see the fatigue right there. They're, they're running the clock. Okay, so you got the exhibition uh, season starting tomorrow, and in that case, they shorten the games, but you're playing two games against uh, Omaha. You're streaming that on uh, stormhockey.com. Yep, the game's in Omaha against Des Moines. It's going to be a, a great opportunity for... Uh, there's a lot of new faces on the team. The fifth leading scorer on last year's team is now the leading returning scorer. A couple players drafted to the NHL. Chris Wilkie to the Panthers. First down play. Uh, new quarterback in for uh, Elm Creek. And he'll keep it himself. And I'm going to need his, uh, that is uh, Preston Walker. He's a 5'8", 170-pound uh, freshman. All right, so how do you build on that? I mean, you, you, you've got that 
you got that momentum that they had at the end of the year. They got deep into the playoffs. They were a visibly better uh, team last year than they had been in several years. They were bigger, stronger, uh, well-coached. And then, of course, there's a coaching turnover, not because of uh, lack of success, but for, for other reasons, which we won't get into. But now, your thoughts on the new coach and his philosophy and what he was left from uh, last year. Well, Jim Holton, the old coach, replaced by Bill McColt. The energy surrounding this team with McColt, it sort of feels like you're on a playoff high from last year because of how well the team did. And, yeah, you lose a coach, and maybe that high comes down a little bit, but then you get a new coach coming from – uh, uh, assistant coach last year for the uh, time the number one ranked collegiate team in the country Michigan Tech is where Bill McColt is coming from he's a former NHL player former NHL back to pass and in and out of the hands of uh, Jeremy Brummel's uh, the pass by Preston Walker and uh, with 641 to go that uh, that does not stop the clock okay go ahead so he's an, he's an NHL right. alum so yesterday during practice <clears throat> Jake Wallen is a, is a forward on the storm. And he said to McColt, he said, shoot it. I want you to shoot it top left corner. McColt's a former NHLer. He can still whip the puck pretty hard. Mm -hmm. He shot the puck and got it stuck in between two strings of the netting. Oh, my. Now, I'm, I mean, it's, it, the, the picture's on Twitter if you go on the storm Twitter account. So it's like, any other questions? Unbelievable. Wow. He just showed me the picture on his phone. All right, punting situation now for Elm Creek. Quintana is back inside the 10. They're down 56 to 10, and hence kind of our focus on other things here as the running clock and the wide score make this thing uh, all but over. But uh, anyhow, the uh, punt gets down to the 11-yard line, and um, Perkins County falls on it. So it'll be first and 10 from their 11 now and, and uh, continue on the conversation about about the storm. So the uh, regular season opens up when then, David? That's on September 25th. Okay. And is that home or is that away? That's a home, that's game, home game against the Omaha Lancers. Ooh. So it's a big rivalry game that yep. started all. And you know what? The, the storm last year went and swept Omaha out of the playoffs. It made everyone in Kearney smile a lot. Well, I, I, I know that uh, as we talked earlier in this ball game that uh, – the Storm's first seasons were tremendous here in Kearney in terms of fan support. Uh, and it's taken getting a winning uh, uh, momentum back to get the crowds in. But it's, it's a swing in time at uh, the Biero when they're home and winning. Under center and a handoff uh, to the fullback. Backup fullback for Perkins County is stopped. That's Aaron Fay taking the ball. He'll get hemmed in and stopped at the line of scrimmage and forced back about a yard loss. Well, 26 and 6 was the home record last year for the Storm. The team has played good hockey at home traditionally, and it's one of those things where the Storm had the second best record in the Western Conference last year, one point behind eventual champion Sioux Falls, to continue that home momentum, like a sort of this is our house momentum. And you can see that building among the team already in preseason camp. When you get that swagger at home, that's uh, that's an excellent thing, and that's that's where uh, you know you you. You know, you had that thing, you got to win the games you're supposed to win. And at home, certainly would be home sweet home. That home cooking uh, is something that if you can count on that, then the other stuff begins to fall into place. Then maybe you win a few games you shouldn't have, and hopefully you don't win any you don't lose any games you should have won, you know, and, and that's how you build on that. Third down coming after the run by uh, Perkins County. 
And it'll be third down coming, and uh, the ball at about the 22-yard line now as they uh, just are, are handing the ball off to their running backs. 4-10 to go in this ball game. High formation, reserve quarterback in for uh, Perkins County is Caden Waitley. He's a freshman as well, so we got a little bit of a JV thing going on here now. And the clock continues to run. Your score, 56-10. to 10. It was out of hand at the end of the first half at 33-3. to 3. Uh, Elm Creek came into this ball game, by way of review here, uh, down on the offensive line with an injured guard. And, of course, with a three-man front, then uh, that's 30%. So that what that means is uh, minor. Their starting fullback had to play a little bit of guard, which put Thornabar, their eye-back, their feature-back, up at fullback. And then their starting quarterback uh, got injured, and apparently a shoulder injury, Dominic Johns, and it'll be, uh, it'll be just vital to see whether or not uh, how serious that is. If it's a bruise, or can you play through that bruise or whatever. So Elm Creek coming off a 7-1, and one, you know, successful ending to the season like the Storm and getting in deep into the playoffs like the Storm, expected to be able to build on that. And then, holy smokes, they get hit by the fates and, and uh, the hot weather, the injuries coming in, and then the uh, additional injuries. And, uh, man, they're down 46 points right now uh, as we near the end of this ball game. The running clock and a, uh, and a penalty marker down. So, uh, Storm ticket holders, season ticket holders, they're all uh, in, uh, you know, they're, they're in the know. Uh, if you want to be a Storm ticket holder, uh, you can just call the Storm you office. Call the box office. You can get in contact with us on our Facebook page, which is actually somewhat more popular than the Twitter page, which might not be as common nowadays. A lot of Storm fans on Facebook, it's just type in Tri-City Storm in the search bar. And uh, and the 25th, uh, and, and then uh, what's, what's your, you said that, uh, let's see now, are the, are the, the, the teams remain stable so there's no new uh, locations that they'll be traveling Actually, to this year well, right the chicago steel still the chicago steel they moved their rink to geneva illinois and if you could uh pardon me for a second on this geneva illinois is a town of twenty thousand, about 35 miles west of chicago okay. it has the best deep dish pizza and italian <laughs> beef you can get around <laughs> chicago that must be what I was thinking about was, uh, yeah, the, 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 that, that little change. I was thinking there was a different location, but it isn't that radically different, is it? Still pizza. The thing about that, it's, it's two chains, Giordano's and uh, Portillo's. You can, they're actually on the same block. They're within a mile walking distance of each other. So you can walk to one, have a big lunch, hang out, and get your deep dish pizza. So what, you, what you're saying is things could be worse than traveling with the storm to Chicago. Uh, oh, oh, right, right. Yeah. But besides the nine-hour drive, you know, then you get your pizza. Third down five, and there's a hand, belly series handoff goes to uh, Ross again. Spencer Ross has come in there and uh, really drilled everybody from the fullback spot. Spencer uh, is is listed in life actually as a uh, well, he's listed as a fullback middle linebacker, but he's a freshman, a 200-pound freshman. Under one minute now to go in this one, but Ross had that long rumble 40 yards earlier that set up the last touchdown by Perkins County. This game really has not been in doubt since halftime, and so uh, again we uh, we're devoting some time to uh, the kindness of David Fine to come along and. Help us out on this ball game and to talk a little storm hockey in the meantime. So uh, I'm glad we had the opportunity to talk storm. I'm sorry it was because of this occasion, but we look forward to hearing you all season long on uh, 94.5 The Breeze. It's going to be such a wonderful season, and 
the team coming off such a strong last season. The motivation is there from the returning players, 11 of them right now in the preseason camp. All right, this will be maybe the last play of the game. It's a pitch play, goes to the near side, a cutback by the uh, tailback uh, Michael Beck. And he is stopped inside the 10-yard line. And somebody from Elm Creek, are you kidding me, is getting up very, very slowly with no time on the clock. And we have an Elm Creek player holding his left shoulder on the last play of the game, uh, 56 to 10 uh, ball game right now. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a one-minute timeout. We'll be back with the wrap-up and a uh, short post-game show because we got to get into the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show with Merritt Lawson, too. Back in one minute here on Classic Kiss 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Since 1902, Carrier has been inventing new ways to make people comfortable. And today, comfort can also mean efficiency. Because being more efficient with your home heating can mean spending less on it. And that's something everyone can get comfortable with. If you're ready for Carrier Comfort, now you can get cool cash rebates of up to $1,450 on a new system. Carrier, turn to the expert. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. We're in the uh, post-game report brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment at uh, New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. And within the post-game show, let's do a wrap-up here, a short wrap-up of how things were, and then we'll get to the... Uh, statistics individually brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered is wrapped up into one great insurance agent at the Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Well, to put a to put a number on this thing, it was uh, it was too few starters, uh, expected starters for the Elm Creek Buffaloes, lasting too short a time and giving up too many points for reasons that fell far beyond their football capabilities. They were hindered by injuries coming into this ball game and then two other key injuries uh, for uh, Elm Creek certainly did not help that Uh, as I said the coaches will use this as a reason but not an excuse because it's football and uh, they you know uh, they're supposed to play that's uh, the number twos are supposed to be ready but when you lose your starting quarterback uh, you came in with three guards instead of the four because you had an injury going in and then all of a sudden uh, Elm Creek who came into this season with some high expectations at 7-1 and one, and knew they were going to meet a well-coached foe in Perkins County because they've turned things around there a bit after a 4-4 four and four season. But <clears throat> Perkins County, to their benefit, was uh, very, very capable of capitalizing on turnovers and mistakes by Elm Creek as well. So despite the injuries, there were turnovers. Two of them in the first uh, half uh, turned into touchdown runs by Charles Johnson. was a 30-yard TD run. And another one was a 12-yard TD run. Those were off successive fumbles by Elm Creek. There was another 50-yard run by Derek Sis, a 7-yard run by Derek Sis. And then Johnson, the quarterback, Charles Johnson, took off for a 60-yard run 
tally that up with uh, three uh, conversions uh, points, and it's a 33-3 ball game at halftime. Coming out, it was uh, Elm Creek trying to get back into the ball game. A nice catch by uh, Elm Creek's uh, tight end, uh, Bloom, uh, made it 33-10. to 10. But, again, the um, injury bugaboo and the, um, and the w- whatever uh, turned, uh, turned the game into a rout with a 55-yard run by Derek Sis. Josh Johnson crashed in from two yards. Spencer Ross had a uh, 56-yard ramble in for the touchdown, and Spencer, as we said, was a backup fullback. A big kid, a freshman, but uh, by that time it was Katie bar the door, and it was a, a running clock, and the final score after the 33-3 halftime was 56-10, to and that's how we close things out tonight here from, from Elm Creek, and that's your uh, Buffalo County Farm Bureau wrap-up. Let's take a look now as we continue in the postgame at some, at some uh, statistics, and we will do that after this quick timeout. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news, covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader wrap things up here on the uh, post-game report brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Uh, and David Fine has uh, some statistics here that, uh, generally speaking, tell the story. Derek Sis, 129 yards rushing for Perkins County, winning by 46. He had four touchdowns for PC. Charles Johnson, the quarterback, had touchdown rushes of 60 yards, 30 yards, 7-yard TD run, 23-yard touchdown run. Uh he ran for more than 100 yards, about 150 yards for Johnson, the unofficial tally on the other side for Elm Creek. Really, the offense came through an unlikely source there, Craig. Uh, Jeff West filling in for uh, hobbled and also not traditional spot for LaShawn Thornabar. Thornabar playing fullback. West the, became the starting running back, and West had 50 yards rushing for Elm Creek, starring. And all, all of the Elm Creek players, uh, you know, to, despite everything else, uh, they, they were out there giving it their all, and, and we don't ever mean to suggest they're doing anything less than, than that. But it's, it's impossible a, in the heat. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a tough deal when it's, uh, when it's a one-sided ball game, and it is literally 97 degrees was the last time. The last thing I saw was 97. Feels, the feels-like temperature was 93 as I looked at the one uh, – weather um earlier in the ball game and it's cooling down a little bit now but uh wow what a deal okay that's the final score 56 to 10 uh we appreciate your uh joining us tonight uh Merritt lawson has the cpi mr tires Merritt lawson has the cpi mr tires scoreboard show 
Final score again, 56 to 10. Uh, for David Fine, listen to him on Storm broadcasts all year long on Classic on uh, 94.5 FM, The Breeze, and uh, StormHockey.com tomorrow. Craig Eckert here. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at KKPR.com.